A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode 253 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, February 1st, 2017, and my name is Dan Gorman. Thanks for the extension, but I'm probably going to use that time to get ready to go missing. My name is Casey Lyons, and please... This mouth has been places your face wouldn't take a crap on with that nurse's dick. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and Papa's got a brand new bag of fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Mm. Two of us got to watch whatever movies we wanted to see in Winner's Choice Film Roulette. And boy, uh, did we. Yeah, and one of us had to go see a new Resident Evil movie. Uh, we will roll for movies next week, talk about a punishment album pick and more, and we'll get to an episode of The O.C. at the end of the show. Uh, before we talk about any of that stuff, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com if you have any thoughts and or comments or feedback or anything. And you can also rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C, which is also the uh, Twitter account that we have, S-Y-N-W-P-C. And if you go to Facebook, we will comment about uh, things that we, movie news that we're going to talk about, or we will post where you can ask us to uh, talk about some movie news. And so it's real fun. You should do it. Yeah. Speaking of you guys yeah. talking to us, what we've got uh, at least three emails here to talk about. Yeah. Let's go through them in order. The first one that I have here is from Richard Abrams. Uh, and he wanted yeah. to reach out. Uh, to us and say that he, the, his wife and he are big fans of yeah, our Ricky podcast. Ricky and Sarah. Yeah. 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 And there's a For fun the fun yeah. story here. Yeah. Very yeah. fun story. How does this person know of our podcast, Greg? Uh, well, I met them uh, when they were coming to view my apartment as I was moving out. Yeah. And they <laughs> took it, which I assumed because there was never another scheduled visit for anyone to look. So yeah. they were the, the only people who came to see it. And we got well, to uh, in the in the email they say we are moving into his old place. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I uh, I love that so. Yeah, much. and we just got to talking about podcasts, and uh, I mentioned the show or Athena did. Yeah, I, I was remember. wondering how that came about. Like, if you were just like, <laughs> sure, come on in and see my house. I have a podcast. Well, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get anywhere, Casey. <laughs> I, I know you're much better at self promotion <laughs> than I am. 
Yeah. Well, come on in. We've got a couple of bedrooms. I've got a podcast. <laughs> this corner would be great for recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. <laughs> it's funny, though. You talk to people and they, you know, or they don't know what podcasts are, or they listen to podcasts and you, you know, you say that you do one or whatever. Most yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. And, you know, then you, you know they're not going to. Yeah, they're fucking lying. Right, right. But they didn't lie. They did it. Yeah. And then they wrote us an email about it, which is just great. It was amazing. And uh, I'm so glad that they did. <laughs> Got into a weird internet click hole about one. Yeah, and wide load. Smoking the goats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oversized load. I thought we were mentioning this to apologize. Yeah, to. I'm terribly sorry. Doing that. To yeah, me. yeah. yeah. So I assume that the uh, the, cor- the the side room will have a shrine to us. Yeah, that front room is where we recorded but a the, lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. You, yeah, that's, that's, you're, yeah, you're yeah. living in a piece of see you next Wednesday history. And that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'll uh well next time I move I'll uh, we'll hold a contest for a yeah. fan who can move into my place when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. <laughs> Do you like things such as podcasts and paying rent for things? <laughs> You'll love my yeah. apartment. <laughs> that's that's so cool though. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah that's fucking and, awesome. Welcome to the team. And thanks for writing us the email too. Totally, and, uh, you guys are terrific, and I'm glad you're moving into the place. It was an awesome apartment. I loved it there. I'm sure you'll have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. The landlords are real nice. Um, we also got an email from Brian Klein, uh, been listening for quite a while, and is a truck driver. And I believe he, he's emailed in a long time ago, maybe. I remember an, a truck driver mentioning yeah, listening w- to our show. Well, I think we, maybe a different a truck driver. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, more yeah. than one. Uh, yeah, don't confuse our truck drivers. Okay, man. sorry. Sorry? Yeah. I'm sorry. It, for the listeners, I apologize for Dan. <laughs> Every truck driver is special and different. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But I like I love the idea. I think the last time a truck driver or Brian, if it's the same truck driver, emailed in mentioning like yeah, yeah, they driving. All, they long all look the same to you, don't they? Yeah, they all. <laughs> God damn it! I'm sorry, Brian. We've hijacked your email. But I just love that. And uh, he he mentioned something that a friend of the show Taylor also mentioned to me once a long time ago. Yeah. Um, m- mentioning the name of the movies that we talk about when we're done. Yeah, because sometimes we move along and and it's you know when you're listening to a show it can be hard. You I know, tune out for a second and then you, you don't exactly know what they're talking what he's about. Talking about it's so frustrating. Yeah, if somebody's talking about something and they're like, "Oh, I love this," or blah blah blah, and you're like, "What? What, what do you <laughs> love?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I sometimes I will catch it and I'll try and be like, "All right, well that was the review for this." Who else said that we should do that? Taylor said that. To oh, us and once. we were like, "Fuck him," and yeah. we didn't. No, but now yeah. Oh, but yeah. as soon as a truck, but, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. Brian, we're gonna do. Nice for you. Totally. Yeah. Taylor can go fuck himself. Yeah, Taylor. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your stupid suggestions and get out. Yeah. <laughs> we, want, we want you to plug your ears after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll try and get better at that. And uh-huh. that's amazing constructive criticism and the kind of shit that it is amazing to hear because. Mm. J- like ha- just having a conversation, you don't think to circle back and say the name of a show, but like, you know, it's important. Yeah. And yeah, we want you to go check the movies that we talk about. And yeah. also, thank you very much for, uh, he says he's also going to recommend us to all of his truck driving friends. Yes. Oh, nice. Which is fucking super Let's dope. Get a convoy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got a great big convoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Convoy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And then we just got this email today. Jessica mm-hmm. Buck. Yeah, uh, who has emailed us a few times, been on our show. Yeah, uh, she's a friend of the been. show. She's a friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Friend of the network. Mm-hmm. Sent us such a wonderful email. Yeah. Considering the amount of terribleness going on in the world, she wanted to send positive vibes our way. She says, uh, after exploring other podcasts of late, uh, it made her realize that we have it down to an art. She says, and that uh, we know and like each other, and it shows and creates a really cr- comfortable atmosphere for the listener. 
And being a radio nerd, she mentioned about the sort of, you know, listening to podcasts where they go, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 when someone else is talking. Yeah. And, uh-huh, um, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we yeah. couldn't agree less with each other. <laughs> and saying that, that she doesn't feel that we fall into that trap. Right. No, I think, nice. I think we've, it's at hard. first we really did. Probably. Yeah. And but, I, when uh, I listen back to shows, I hear myself saying like, 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 and I think, why does anyone listen to me? But it's something you it's gotta like. You really it's have to focus on it. Yeah. What you're doing is subliminally making these people like you. Yeah. yeah. You're going. Uh, well, I saw this movie. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. I like to hear that f- kind of feedback. And she said, uh, Casey, you mentioned on the way here uh, that you liked this. That she this said. This was. This is like one of my favorite compliments of all time that we've gotten. Yeah. Uh, there's something to be said about being able to celebrate crude, immature, and gross humor without being inherently homophobic, racist, or misogynistic. You seem to have found the perfect balance. Don't grow up. That's boring. Yeah. Uh, which like, is so, so, so nice. And we, we were talking about it on the way here and, and just saying that, like, a lot of old comedians are like, oh, this political correctness is fucking killing comedy and you can't say anything anymore. Yeah. No, you just can't be shitty to each other. Yeah. And But there's so much more to comedy than that. And that that is being weeded out of comedy is making comedy a lot more pure and a lot more cool yeah, sure. well the comedy clever. evolves and changes that's yeah. why you you know not always the comedies don't always hold up from different eras yeah, yeah i know uh, not all farts are the funniest <laughs> jokes sometimes it's a little worn thin yeah uh I've, I've had parts that were less funny than others yeah yeah <laughs> i've but, got a very funny one coming up though well it's like when we we've talked about the, the varying opinions of Mel Brooks on this show. And yeah. like the farting scene in Blazing Saddles is like a big deal yeah. when that movie came out. But if you show it to someone now, they're like, that's the fart. Wh- when When is the joke in this yeah. famous scene? Yeah. <laughs> but when it came but out. Comedy changes what people find funny and what's yeah. taboo or what, you know, what pushes into the area of uh, what you're either not supposed to say or think about yeah. or what you don't think about because it's, you know, the abstract. Uh, comedy changes. And Absolutely. I think it's time for it to stop being. It has. There's. There was a edge of, I don't know, mean spiritedness that's yeah. always hung out with some a lot of jokes. Yeah. That changes its point. Its pointedness over decade to decade and generation. But yeah, yeah. it's time to you know, be funny about. But I think else. I think it's it's sort of happening organically. Mm-hmm. Like, like everybody's like, oh, this is just a phase. This political correctness is just a phase or whatever. No, like, or, or maybe <laughs> yeah. it's just people fucking going, oh, we can be cool. Yeah, especially in the face of uh, some shit that's happening in, in the world that's not totally. so cool. Um, but I, uh, but anyway, you I, know, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah, I think it also comes down to the people that are saying like the PC police and like special snowflakes and stuff. Like, I feel like there's something about them where they can't take criticism because I mean we've had people email on the show and say like, oh, you guys said this or somebody had this opinion and yeah. like we disagreed or yeah. this yeah. is a hurtful thing and yeah. and I think. You know, neither all three of us were not perfect, but we're willing to listen. And I feel like there are people out there that are not willing to do that. Like, and that's the, the sad. thing is, like, I think that I think that the opinions, like uh, things like misogyny and and uh, homophobia and uh, um, uh, racism and stuff like that, those like those things are inherent in me. Like I grew up in a time where those things were cool. Yeah. Where Monster Squad was fucking super dope, but his kids calling each other faggots all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it was like that's well, in the G no. movie, and everyone was yeah. like, "Yeah, okay, okay. No, no problem, no, yeah. don't worry, about the that. kids will love it." Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 it it was like so, so that shit is still bred in me. Um, yeah. It, it, I just like, recognize when when it happened, like when I have a thought that's like you know that's sort of like that or what what like. Uh, I, I have a mind where that goes, oh, that's not cool. Yeah. 
And, and uh-huh. I go like, oh shit, that was cool once, and yeah. that's that's messed up. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like, well, that's it, the thing that over time is like, you realize it, and then it's hard to like stop it because it's something that you've done for so long, and then you but eventually get else through calls that. You and, on it in a responsible, yeah. like and compassionate way. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like if somebody tells me like, oh, you shouldn't really say shit like that, it kind of forces me to go, oh, cool. Well, then there's a couple of other things I probably have to think yeah. about too. Yeah, yeah, and I think. Yeah, it's 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 weird when you see people raging so hard against that. Like, obviously, there are situations where you just shouldn't say something, <laughs> and yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a hurtful thing out there. Well, so. I, I think for our generation, like, well, uh, Casey and I, anyway, uh, it was there were definitely growing up with the '80s movies and being like right age appropriate, yeah. you know, with that. It was mm-hmm. like kind of just how people talked. And there had to be a lot of learning of like, yeah. even, even if you don't mean it with malice, it doesn't mean it isn't hurtful. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, when I'm joking around with my friends, but I'm, yeah. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't mean it. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's, you have to, it's what, still, it, it's still the learning that, Exactly. Yeah. That the language is still hurtful no matter what the intent is behind exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah. like, I think, and comedy is, is be- like, and I'm not talking about like populist comedy, like, you know, uh, like the easiest joke or whatever, but yeah. I mean, comedy is coolest when everybody has a chance to fucking enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as somebody's being excluded from that, mm-hmm. then that comedy becomes less funny. Yeah. Like just objectively less funny. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's stupid. Yeah. So anyway. we yeah. like we like the only that exclusion feedback. there should ever be is just that when you're just too dumb to get it. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> or if you're Dan, yeah. truck drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> I've exposed my <laughs> my uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like I'm, I'm so confused by truck. They're all the same to me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving around in trucks, you can see the confusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's not one person delivering everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's many different truck drivers with many different trucks. <laughs> yeah, so that was really nice to hear, and that yep. made that made our week yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that so that really. You. Every once in a while, something comes along that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. Like this little video that Dan sent Casey and I of his head flying away in a rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> really? A little Snapchat filter. Really kind of rounded my week up, man. <laughs> the, the, the pretty good. Thing is, it w- that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the video was Dan's head flying away in a little spaceship. Yeah, and yeah. he was delighted and uh, yeah, hopeful for what the future hope, might bring. Hopeful for my space <laughs> yeah. head, yeah. Where would his head end up? We don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, You're not supposed to know, man. That's, that's the, the point. point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a short film. <laughs> <laughs> As the director, that was my intent. <laughs> it did. At the end, it said, Finn. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, well, should we segue into new news and movies we've been watching? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, as I mentioned on Facebook, every week uh, we will post a, a, a Facebook post about uh, calling you guys to let us know what you want to talk about. Mm. And... I'm going to bring this up again, but I I know it's an ongoing story, but I do feel like this is all anyone wants us to talk about, but Batman yeah, and yeah, yeah. Affleck. Well, well, oh, listen, boy. this news. is pretty interesting it because is. it went from being, uh, you know, he, this is definitely going to happen even before he, yeah. you know, started shooting Justice League yeah. or whatever, or uh, Batman loves Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, even before that, it was like, this is what's going to go down. Yeah. This is really the thing we're aiming at is he's going to star and direct, write mm-hmm. this Batman movie. But it's, I think all the negativity of 
uh, first Batman and Superman, and Being, then yeah. Suicide Squad, and then that Justice League apparently is a big pile of shit too. And then live by live by yeah, night. That yeah, that live by night thing. I don't think that has shit to do with anything. That's just like a, it tanked. Yeah. If anything, that would be the studio would have yeah. maybe issue. But I don't think they. But I think it. They has, don't. I don't think the studio is at all. No. they're clinging to him like with not the studio. You know? But I think for him. I think, I think he knows he's attached to a gi- giant pile of out of control shit. Yeah, yeah. But I do and think he doesn't want to be king of it. Yeah, but I do think that there's at least a shred of something in Ben Affleck where, when all anybody wanted to talk about was Batman, and he was like, "But I made this movie, and it's my passion project," and yeah. they were all like, "But what's going on with Batman?" That he was like. Oh God! Bat- yeah. Shut up, yeah, yeah. yeah, but then they watched his passion project movie and went, "Oh God, this is horrible." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's really bad. Because yeah. he he released a, a statement saying there are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Mm-hmm. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. And he basically said, "I don't know if I'll be able to do that while also directing." Yeah, which which is a fine, nice. Uh, yeah, way of saying I don't want. I am <laughs> backing out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this thing. I don't even know when this Batman movie yeah. is supposed to come out. Now, totally, it, it doesn't have a script. No one's directing it. He's gonna. I mean, if, who knows what will happen? I mean, now these horrible movies, horribly reviewed films, uh, have all made money. Made yeah. lots of money. Suicide, yeah. Suicide Squad made a lot of money. Yeah. So there is that, but I feel like there's part of him. He's went through the ringer so bad. Uh, as a star, where he got himself back up and out of it again, respected, got another Oscar. Yeah, uh, not for performance. I won't give him one of those. <laughs> no, I don't but, think they ever no, will. No, no, probably not. But he like got full legitimacy back after yeah. being like pretty much a punchline, where he had to like retreat. Yeah, yeah. remember the Gili era? Oh yeah, like, I like things were bad. So well, bad. <laughs> again, he he was appearing on talk shows hammered and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just trying to grope the, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. the interview. Oh, yeah. listen, he was like a huge dickweed. Oh, yeah. oh uh, absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, he he threw, uh, uh, you know, smart uh, smart roles, directing, you know, making his own work and making mm-hmm. it pretty good. Those first few films he did were very, yeah. very watchable. Gone Baby Gone. That's a great movie. A great movie, yeah. Um, you know, he got himself back up like, hey, no, Affleck, pretty good, man. He's all yeah. right. You know, he's no Matt, but he's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, now there's this where, I mean, the Martha thing in Batman <laughs> Superman, that is one of the biggest, like, dumbass things from a movie yeah. in a long time. That's so universally, like, that was insanely stupid. Yeah. You know? Um, so I I wouldn't be surprised because he was wildly embarrassed by Daredevil, yeah. you know? Yeah. And those dark parts of his career. Why would you want to, like, now chain yourself to a sinking ship? Definitely. Well, at least critically it. sinking. <laughs> it's making money, yeah. but it's doing no favors for anyone's career yeah. five years from now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised like if the movie doesn't like even happen. still doing things for money. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this, his uh, solo Batman movie with him never happens. And he just like flushes that does yeah, what he has yeah. to do under contract for the Justice League movies, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we fucking this whole thing gets flushed down the toilet. And they reboot yeah. in a few years. I would, I, be, I would be either. I, I honestly at this point right now I will be surprised if the next standalone Batman movie stars Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I could see a world yeah. where that happens. Yeah. They are saying keep that suit though, real good yeah. suit. Yeah, it's a hell of a suit. But they're they're throwing around a couple of uh, directors' names. Yeah. Now maybe this is just sort of par for the course. We'll throw a couple of directors' names out there Matt and Reeves. then let it die of its own yeah, accord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're interesting names. I mean, Matt Reeves. Yeah. Uh, with the Apes movies, I loved the last. Yeah, uh, those are bad. Uh, no, <laughs> the last one is so good. Uh-huh. I can't believe you think that. Um, he did the he, last he did... two ones, and then 
Matt Ross did Captain Fantastic. Yeah, right. Matt Ross is, is also, an interesting. His name. name is also out there. Yeah. Right. Which seems, yeah. None of this I mean, does anything for me. Yeah. Honestly, you, if you're gonna do it right, you want to get me interested or make it seem like you're trying to make a unique or a non piece of shit DC movie. Then yeah. you've got to go get somebody really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, either a small somebody very small that's worked worked in genre films. I think is where yeah. you have to go to make this work. It's crazy know. because the DC universe for a very brief time when. Um, when Nolan was doing the Batman movies and when Man of Steel was on its way out and yeah. we hadn't seen it yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. where DC was like, you know, the, Warner Brothers was doing a lot of the DC stuff yeah. and the like general consensus around their movies, you know, with Nolan and then Snyder on the way out w- was basically like, th- you know, this is where we're going to let the artists like really yeah. let loose and do what they want to do. Yeah, and yeah. so like within three years, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, everyone is garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that brief moment where it looked amazing, where it looked like Zack Snyder made Terrence Malick Superman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Remember those trailers? It yeah, was those like, trailers. Oh, they were phenomenal. They were amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, the yeah. tide turned. Oh, man. Yeah. What a enormous pile of junk. Yeah. But Zack Snyder had already put out, like, Sucker Punch and shit before that. Yeah. yeah. He'd already proven himself to be a little shaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people didn't like Watchmen. Again, I, I stand behind I, it. So do I. Yep. I think it's a fine adaptation. Yeah, so we'll see what happens Yeah. with that. There's a, there's another one of those movies that no one likes that you, like, Casey and I both very much enjoyed Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love the shit out of that movie. Oh, that was another thing we got from a few people wrote in. Uh, Alba uh, pro- 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 proclaimed her love of Waterworld. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And right on, man. That's a dumb movie I got time for. I've seen yeah. it more than once. And as I stated, as my, I've stated uh, many times before, you I ha- always will have time for a movie that starts with Kevin Costner drinking his own piss. Yeah. Why um, not? W- one, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think JFK did that, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one thing <laughs> If you that's... build it, he will come piss in your mouth. <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> And he will love it. Um, one thing about Waterworld that, that I've heard people bring up, I think I've heard a couple people bring up, but it's my favorite point. It's that uh, it's a world where yeah. they're surrounded by water yeah. and uh, the only soil or the only dirt is yeah. uh, uh, in one tiny little pot. Mm-hmm. How come everybody's filthy? <laughs> so yeah. filthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, also the, the one of the classic things everyone says about that movie is like, they filter their urine so that they can drink it, but why don't they just filter the, the water? Salt water? Filter the water. Yeah. seawater. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, it's, if it's a filter, it's yeah, a filter, yeah, yeah. right? You know, like those emergency <laughs> boats where in case you get lost in yeah. sea, like that's what you have is a thing for, for filtering. filtering water, and it's not made for your piss all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that can be that can just be tossed off as it's a matter a preference. of preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless I've, I've, I've tried both. Yeah. Nothing Listen. has the tangy zip yeah. <laughs> of my urine. Um, <laughs> Listen, I have good news and bad news. I built a filter, and it works wonderfully, but it, for some reason, only works on my urine. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got some good news and bad news. I built this filter. It can filter virtually anything, but I have peed in it a lot. <laughs> so you should so, probably just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's my filter, so I say what happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Were there others? Cabin Boy, you guys said somebody. Yeah, yeah. Cabin yeah. Boy. I get that. Yeah. I, I I do get it. And Cabin Boy is a movie I've tried. Yeah. To watch a couple There's times. There's elements like, I think are terrific. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about going back to it and trying it out because at the time I wanted to like it because it was a weird movie that like yeah. only a couple people liked. And yeah. I was sure, like, sure. Oh, cool, cult comedy, and I watched yeah. it. and I thought, there's nothing funny about this. Yeah, <laughs> I like Dave's cameo. Yeah, yeah, it's great, <laughs> and it, it really did spawn a wonderful line that he beat into the ground incessantly. <laughs> um, but uh, but it's it's that uh, um, I almost called him Chris Brown. Yeah. Um, what's his name there? Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott. Yeah. yeah. You know, I loved Get a Life. Yep. Oh, man, what a great show. I loved his sensibilities there, but yeah. uh, he really is one of those hit-and-miss guys. Yeah. 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 Um, well, with some sad news uh, continuing into 2017, yeah. uh, we lost another uh, actor, I John Hurt. Yeah. I don't think we talked about Miguel Ferrer. No, no we, we lost didn't. him, too. No, yeah. And mm. I think it's a big oversight to not talk about yeah. him. Bill Nunn really got passed over, too. Yeah. And that was a very sad one. Absolutely. Yeah. So Yeah, Miguel Ferrer, not very old. No. No, 61. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, really unfortunate. What a great, uh, fun actor. Oh, so fucking great. Like, I, I don't know anybody who played a scumbag, first of all, yeah. as well as him. But a very specific scumbag. Yeah. Um, his work scumbag. in RoboCop should not ever be discounted. It's oh, really God. a hell of a performance. Yeah. Because he does such a great job in that movie. That character is a total piece of shit. Yeah. He's a total piece yeah. of shit, but he's not the worst piece of shit. And he manages to not only... It's not just in the writing where it says that he's in the middle of like your scale of bad, yeah. but it's in his performance, too, where he is a total piece of shit, but he's weirdly sympathetic. Well, that's There's a like, strange... There's the, he keeps this little thing in him uh, that uh, uh, lets you know that he's not completely... <laughs> It, yeah. it, it's the strangest thing. Like whenever I see M Miguel Ferrer's name in the credits, I'm always like, "Oh, I hope he's a good guy this time." Because I, I mean, I, I think for, for my money, my favorite thing Miguel Ferrer ever did, of course, was Twin Peaks. Yeah, and he didn't play a dickhead on Twin Peaks. He just played a very gruff and and no nonsense type of fellow. Yeah. Mm. and that's my favorite Miguel Ferrer. So. Uh, you know what? I just remembered uh, when I uh, when I was in high school. It's near the end of the uh, uh, end of my time in high school. Um, there was, <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah, about yeah, this. yeah, yeah. The, uh, a friend of mine was working for the yearbook committee, and they needed to fill out some shit. I'm like we just we'll make it up. It's fine. It was like uh, I need a, I need a club. Can we? Can I say you're in a club? Yeah. And I'll, I just have your like a photo of you or yeah. whatever, and the club and the club and name. Like you can make it up. And I'm like uh, I would. Then I'm uh, the uh, head of the McGill Ferrer fan club, please. <laughs> so then I got into the yearbook. That's so, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking a man, that guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. totally. War, it's fantastic. it's fantastic. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Hot shots, part yeah. deux. It is a great movie. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, really such is. a brilliant little stab. Yeah. Uh, really nice. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, and John Hurt, obviously a big one. Midnight mm -hmm. Express, amongst Alien, yeah. tons yeah. of other movies. Tons and tons yeah. of enormous and performance. voice right, acting, right too. He did uh, The Lord of the Rings, uh, yeah. Watership Down. Mm -hmm. He yeah. was in the adapt. He was a voice in the adaptation of the other book by the Watership Down writer, uh, Plague Dogs, mm -hmm. which is a fucking depressing and overlooked movie. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Sad, man. Distinct, and, and, uh, distinct performer, very distinct voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right up to, uh, to Only Lovers Left Alive, mm -hmm. yeah. in which he's... Uh, I love that yeah, movie. What a, what a wonderful movie. Oh, yeah, God. That, that movie's movie. amazing. Yeah. He's one of those guys, if you're watching anything, it it automatically brings legitimacy to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Or just like raises my, Even my hope King for something. Ralph. <laughs> Even King Ralph. Even King Ralph. Even King Ralph. King Ralph was 
Oh, I liked it. <laughs> I was I about to say, King Ralph, there. King Ralph is better than you. I can't <laughs> believe King that. King Ralph is yeah. beat. I can't no, believe that. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, I know where I am. I, yeah. That's one to revisit then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do a double feature with Matt and A. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although, by comparison, I imagine it won't, <laughs> I won't really, hold up as good as Matt and A. Really quickly on our Facebook post, Mark Riley said that he, he wanted us to talk about that slow motion shots don't hold up like ever. And to that, I say... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good slow motion yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. The slower, the better. Uh-huh. The <laughs> slower the motion, the s- lower the, slower the <laughs> p- motion. <laughs> it's been horribly uh, misused, yes. slow-mo. Yeah. Um, I am one of those people that it doesn't matter what it is. It looks cool to me if it's yeah. in slow motion. I uh, <laughs> specifically back in the day when like you had to run the film fast to get slow motion and it was just so smooth and awesome looking. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. There's a Ron Howard uh, movie he made for Roger Corman, I think, called Grand Theft Auto, where the final thing that happens in the movie is they drive a car through a house, but they shoot it at as slow as possible, <laughs> like motion, and they they crank the speed up, and it's like the best thing in the world. Oh, wow. I just watched that for three hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slow-mo. I, I think slow-mo took, got a bad rap from, like, maybe John Woo's American films. Yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. slow-mo, I'm opening my coat to yeah. distract you in yeah, our yeah. target. Yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> there a dove in there? Whoops. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah. at the same time, I love that. Like, exactly. I've seen Hard Target like a lot of times. Totally. And I laugh my ass off every time that slow mo just to expose his thigh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, check it out. Check it out. But you. <laughs> I'm going to kick you with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love me yeah. some slow mo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you guys been watching? How anything? about the slow uh, Die Hard and and a Die Hard? Exactly. Yeah, Hans Gruber falling slow. Oh, yeah. Watching that fucking expression change. Yeah. Oh man. Totally. I love how surprised he looks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how good that optical effect still looks. Still, yeah, looks yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Is that still the longest free fall a stuntman has done? Maybe it was at the time. Uh, what's his name? Um, one of there was a guy that did a free fall off the CN Tower. For a film? For a film? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, maybe, well for that's while, probably higher. For then. a while, it was uh, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what that, movie involved the scene? It was Tower. like a bad movie. It's called like High yeah, Rise or something. It's a Canadian movie. Yeah. That um, shot, uh, the, uh, that, the that shot that stuntman did for Die Hard, though, outside yeah. the building, oh, just man, going down. So it's good. just so. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> every time I've seen, I don't know how many times I've seen Die Hard. Moving but, his arms yeah. and legs, so you know it's not. Yeah, just it's just like, dummy. oh shit, yeah. this, this is for a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Killed a man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you guys been watching things this week? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Well, let's start it up, Casey. What? What'd you be watching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Reggae Dan. I didn't see you. Um, I've been watching a couple of things. I guess I'll start with uh, uh, something. Oh, I tried to watch something, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to talk very long about this. Okay. I did try to watch the first episode of Riverdale. Oh, yeah. I, watched I watched the that. whole thing. Me you too. guys, you guys watched Shit. it? I watched really? it. Amazing. Yes. What in the sweet fucking hell? What How the fuck? <laughs> I fucking really? liked it. I'm a so. Lot. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I this thought it was great. So bananas. I couldn't, I couldn't. I thought it was great. Like I got 20 minutes in and I was like, No. I think, yeah. I think this. You show, will no longer do this. To I me. think this show is exactly what it should be. Yeah. A hundred percent. Seem like this could possibly be real. I love it. I yeah. think it's. I think that the writing it obviously is like 
pretty shallow dialogue. Oh, it's, it's awful. But it's horrible. I think and it's I exactly what it should be. Everyone on it. Everyone I, is fucking terrible because everybody. You know why? Because they're trying. Yeah. Cut it out. Oh, whatever. I, I think this is great. So, I can't wait listen, to watch this. No, I will watch yeah. more. I, Athena and I started watching it, and like we basically got just past the opening credits, and I'm like, so wait a second, what? Archie is fucking one of his teachers. That's where yeah. I was like, no, no. Archie is fucking Miss Grundy. Grundy. Yeah. Yeah. And that was when I was like, check, please. Yeah. Check, please, pop tape. Because <laughs> I am out of here. Well, I was putting together some Ikea furniture today yeah. and I threw it back on and I finished the episode and I was just like, what the fuck? Here's, here's one thing about this show that I, I think is undeniable. Mm. This show is fucking gorgeous. It looks amazing. I think that this I, show looks so good for what this for I this show. I think it looks like Twilight. I, I think yeah, it looks great. I think the word I think the word gorgeous <laughs> no, is overreaching. I think this is a great looking show, but. and I think that it's exactly the kind of overbaked like soap opera for teenagers that it needs to be. I thought it was so entertaining. And I'm excited about watching the. Rest. I think it's shit and it's, it's dumb. so yeah, it's so bad. But shit I think insane, it's garbage though. in the way that I wanted it to be. Uh, yeah, I will watch more of this in case anyone doesn't know and is a little turn to catch up here. Yeah. They've made a show called Riverdale that's like a sexy teen drama. Yeah. with the Archie gang, but it's also a murder. Also but there's also a murder, murder and uh, and uh, I don't even know what else. There's all kinds of weird sex. Oh well, yet. there's yeah. Luke Perry. There's Luke Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan McKay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, you know what, Luke? Not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and Moose is bi curious. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't get there. <laughs> it's like right in the opening, isn't it? No, no, it's later on. Cause that's, oh. It's actually right at the end when they find the body. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not in the opening where he no, walks up well, and goes, they... oh, hey guys, I'm bi curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's some, he some sounds inklings like a moose of it. Yeah. Too, by the way. Yeah. Huh? There was, I feel like there were some winks to it earlier, but not as early as I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I remember there being a character who's like, hey, everybody, I'm gay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, what is yeah. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, that was some clumsy writing. Yeah, I've never It wasn't seen even him saying it. Someone I'm, else was like, oh, you're gay. Great. Let's yeah. be friends. But yeah. literally yeah, yeah. everybody says it in yeah, every yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, I know. I've never well, seen a teenager. Well, let's ask Kevin what he thinks. Never, He's gay. Yeah. I've, never seen a, gay I've never seen a show for teenagers with a gay best friend. No. No. <laughs> no. Look, <laughs> I'm as shocked as you, Casey. It's groundbreaking <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. No question. I'm so surprised yeah, that this yeah. teen but, comedy yeah. But that's it's just everything. And and I can't tell, though, if it's supposed to be funny. I think the show. If you, this seems like something that would be like a joke trailer in mm. something, you know, like it feels Archie. like Funnier Die presents Archie. One hundred percent. But it's a full-on show, and I just can't tell if it's winking at me. I or think not. it knows what it is, and I don't think it. I think it's leaning into that just the right amount in the way that the central like murder mystery. The uh, like, there's two scenes in this in this pilot where yeah. two different groups of people have information on the murder mystery, but they can't say it because they've have they have the forbidden like relationship. The two guys who are sort of like having right. like let's let's figure out our sexuality together, right. uh, like Moose and bi curious guy. Um, and then also Grundy and Archie, and it's like yeah. there there's no way that that's not discussed as like. We have like we're using this more than once. This plot contrivance, and it's totally like a wink, wink. This is just on the edge of it's so silly. It's a parody. See, that's yeah. that's my problem with it. Is that I, I feel like it, it's it's trying to wink at me, but its writing is so terrible, and and not in a a, a really overtly like 
this is a device we're using kind of way that it's just like, mm, then everything feels cheap and dumb. Yeah, yeah I yep. think it's just the right level. Yeah, I'm going to watch more. I, uh, look, if you guys are going to watch show. more, I, I'll try to finish the first episode and I'll try to <laughs> carry on. But there was a point where I'm just like, Life is life is precious. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. there's more. Just build some furniture while you yeah. do it. You'll be okay. You need to be able to look down. <laughs> it's a real furniture building show. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I'm. I think this is. I think this is what they. I'm. This is what they should have done. I'm glad they did it. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> any point. This is, this <laughs> this is, is something nobody been. should have done. <laughs> <laughs> and that they did it is a testament. I to like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know. Holy smokes. All right. What else? Yeah. How, what else did you watch, Casey? We both hijacked your conversation there. Oh, that's all right. I'm so glad that turned into yeah, a, me too. Uh, into a big I, thing. I'm so shocked that yeah. you guys both watched it. But more. I was excited. I was like, I can't wait. And then when I found out that it was on Netflix, I was like, well, I'm watching this as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I I said to Myos, I was like, look, I'm sorry, but I have to I have to see what's going on here. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, you know, I'll, I'll revisit with an open mind or as open mind as I can possibly have. Um, uh, but okay, so here's another thing that yeah. I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, another little catch up, uh, or I guess I'll keep it in in TV corner. I watched the season finale of The Good Place. Yeah, uh, me too. Yes, not me. Um, <laughs> so we'll have to do this spoiler free. Yeah, uh, please. absolutely spoiler free. Uh, basically, I can say nothing other than um, I-, I cannot believe how fucking wonderful the show is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how um, revolutionary. They had a really good season, but I felt like the finale really pushed it in a direction that I was really excited about. Yeah, it it, it, it legitimizes it. I mean, it's still very much a sitcom. It has a very much a sitcom yeah. feel. Uh, Kristen Bell is phenomenal on this show. Ted Danson is fucking phenomenal. I can't the writing remember the, guy, is great. the name of the guy who plays Chidi, but he's yeah. fucking awesome. It's a great writing team. It's it's phenomenal. It's Mike Schur, um, uh, who, who Drew Pollard, or not Drew Pollard, uh, Drew Goddard yeah. um, is involved, I think. I think it's him. He's somebody I always get mixed up with somebody else. Yeah. But, uh, but man, what this does, what this show does with the sitcom is yeah. – fucking wonderful and the fact that we've got such a fragmented tv viewing experience mm-hmm. these days mm-hmm. i think is why because this has been renewed for a second season yeah thank god um and, and i think that that's why something like this can exist because there's so much smaller budget things yeah, yeah. going on in so many different places that are gaining popularity that networks are like going like shit Let's try this now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, Mike Schur has really proven himself to the point sure. where. But there's a lot of the the mm. the the non experimentation or the not not breaking out of the mold that goes that's going on with movies these days. Yeah, uh, with the big ones anyway. You know, it's very much we get the same thing every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TV is really allowed to mm-hmm. be pretty unusual or experimental. Definitely, that's yeah. where that's where the. I, I know everyone's saying the real great work's happening on television, yeah, but I think yeah. what's great about it is the uh, the risks that are taken with it. Yeah. Absolutely. I think especially in the realm of, of comedy, because I do feel like with this show, The Good Place, with the with Grinder, which unfortunately didn't get a second season, but with the, these kind of, it's a sitcom, but shows. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, this is a sitcom, but here's the little, like, the fun little conceit to it. And I think the way that The Good Place... Without spoilers, obviously, the way that The Good Place sets up 
for a second season in a way that isn't just like, hey, more of the good place. It's yeah. like, no, there's a there's a thing that happens that sets up the second season in a way that you will be so excited to see yeah. what happens because it's well, like a new season and and the and the same characters but in a way you've never seen before. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they very much set up like the thing that's important about the show is that it understands that the tone is everything. Yeah. Now, now a, a show can completely go off the rails like Roseanne with their weird lottery uh, oh, yeah. shit. But uh, but they understand that as long as you maintain the tone that you've set, mm-hmm, yeah. the, the sense of humor and sort of the reality of, of your uh, um, uh, of your show, yeah. there's a lot you can do within the context of that. Um, yeah. and, and they've set the tone yeah. so so perfectly that whatever they do and and they really have upended everything it's this kind of show that the second season could have just been oh no now i'm in the bad place or oh no now we're stuck halfway which which i would have which i would have been like cool i'm on board yeah but then they were like just more darcy carden and uh and i'm fucking perfectly happy uh because i mean for my money i think darcy carden is the breakout uh uh the the funniest thing about that show Mm -hmm. but anyway yeah man what a fucking show bad janet yeah, so funny. Oh my God, Bad Janet was the fucking yeah. best. I I think that show is just a delight. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. Definitely. What so else, fellow? Watch huh. the Good Place if yeah, you were yeah. if you just joined in on that. Yeah, I yeah. Will. yeah binge it. Like it's super yeah. bingeable. It's it's sort of it's well, it's actually quite serial mm-hmm. based. Yeah. Um, where so where 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 is it? Where, is it a? It's NBC, but yeah. uh, and that's the thing. It's it's not very fine. Like I'm, I imagine it's findable on Hulu, Hulu and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, yeah, the good place. Check it out. Word word. Uh, Greg, there. yes. What have you been checking out? Who me? Yeah, you. Oh. Get into my car. All right. <laughs> It's nice in here. I keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've never actually been in my car. <laughs> Um, I, d- I did a little bit of quick rewatch. I'm just going to mention just because they're awesome. Just uh, calling back to something we brought up with our comfort movies. Mm-hmm. What you watch when you're down or you just need to feel warmed by film. Uh, I did a little rewatch on The Princess Bride, nice. which is just one of the best things ever made by people. I keep meaning to, because to, to, <sighs> Myos has never seen it. Oh, get the fuck out. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, get the uh, fuck out of here. Uh, Stop talking. Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, meaning to show oh it to her. Man, there are little, there are precious few things that are more enjoyable than the Fisher King. Uh, it's so well written. It's so perfectly performed. Wait, Fisher King? Fisher King. Sorry, uh, Princess Pride. That's what I was. Fisher, like, wait, yeah, what? yeah. I don't know. I jumped <laughs> over to it. That's a big comfort watch of mine. Is the Fisher King? Oh, Fisher King's a fucking. Uh, oh, I love that movie. Uh, anyway, yeah, Princess Pride is just. Uh, so good. So beyond special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that was a, a lovely time. And I also had my, my, uh, my I was overdue on my yearly watch of Jaws. And so nice. we uh, got Jaws. Uh, which, oh, man, oh, come on. Yeah. I don't, the science is all wrong. And uh, <laughs> I know some of the effects don't, are so horribly aged. I just don't care. It's oh, no, so hangs together so perfectly. So what a great script. Anyway, it's despite those things, and I don't yeah. care about perfect science or whatever. No, no, yeah. no, but, no. Uh, despite those things, and and the horrible looking shark sometimes, it's yeah, still yeah. a perfect movie. Well, because it's so great, because it's it's about so many different things, you know. It's like so many ideas of family that are going on in there. <laughs> That's the thing. And to the point where the shark is almost representational, so it doesn't have to look. Totally, that great. the shark. Yeah. I, I and part of me always feels like you know, uh, Quint. It's either he's brought it. It's. Um, uh, uh, 
destiny manifests in himself or the, the reality of his story is he's, you know, he went and he delivered the bomb. So he's damned. Yeah. And he and what happened to everybody in Indianapolis is like those people did this act so they went to hell. Right. Yeah. But he escaped hell, but then the devil came and took him back. You know yeah. It's I mean? a like, real final destination. It's <laughs> fucking right on. But it's like there's such this I mean like he he goes out there to die. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. absolutely. There's no way he was coming back No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's you know so there's so many great things to watch. I mean, his two speeches in that film are about as well performed as anything anyone's ever done. Yeah. The you know fingernails down the chalkboard. Y'all know me how I earn a living. That speech, uh, and of course the Indianapolis speech, yeah. just uh, unreal. D- d- a perfect meld of performance and script. I don't think I could pr- deliver a performance half that good if I was completely sober, let alone yeah. ha- as drunk as yeah. he was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jeez, but, um, Mr. Mayor, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> oh the best. So I was like, I need some new movies. I got to stop watching the same old shit and over and over and over. Uh, watching all the stuff. I'm like, I got to do what's going on with new things. So I watched Eddie the Eagle. Okay. Uh, that's it's been sitting on really. my Netflix. And I'm just looking at it there. And when I saw trailers for it, I was like, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, true story. I remember the story. I remember yeah. when Eddie the Eagle was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really wonderful. Yeah, kind of a touching thing. But I was like, I, I really don't know if I'm into this. I like everyone involved. Absolutely. Um, and uh, what a delightful film. Yeah, it's, it's, it? yeah it's, I heard it was very charming. It's really charming. It, it has all of the, I mean, it's, it takes place in the 80s, and it really does play all of its beats kind of like an 80s feel-good sports achievement mm-hmm. film. That's wonderful. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's really funny all the way through. Um, what's his name? Sorry. Kingsman. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Joel Edgerton. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's a, like Taron. 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 Again, Tarantino. Yeah, hold on, it's, it's coming. Eddie the Eagle, that's the movie Taran I watched. DB. I got a good old IMDb. Here we go. Taron Edgerton, we were there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Uh, he he's doing a little charactery thing, which he kind of needs to, but it really fits the tone of the movie. And well, Eddie the Eagle was a charactery kind of one hundred percent. Um, and but he's r- r- remarkably consistent with it, and the the the, the the showy things he's doing really work. Nice. And they're and again, they're really consistent and he grounds them in the reality of this like the energy of this movie. And Hugh Jackman is fucking great in it. Nice. Uh, there's terrific use of a fucking sweet thin Lizzy song that made me so happy. <laughs> um uh yeah, it's shot beautifully. Um I uh Matt Vaughn produced it. Yeah. yeah. Um I, yeah, it's a it's a cool story. They've fucked with reality a little bit. Like Hugh Jackman's character isn't real. Mm-hmm. He's a kind of an amalgamation of a few different coaches, but it's like the the coaches aren't the fucking story. Yeah. So we're just going to nail it down to this cuz the it's about what Eddie Edwards yeah. did and what his uh personality and his drive was. That's yeah. the real story and the inspiration of it and the hilarious nature of it. There's just there's some really great beats in it. I laughed out loud a number of times and it's just like, yeah, there's a what a comfort movie. It really hit that sweet spot of something like, I will absolutely watch Eddie the Eagle again. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, really? and be delighted. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and it's it has predictability if you know who he was or what happened, you know. It's but they hit those moments so wonderfully. Yeah. And the big climax scene of uh, enjoy, you know, the the inspiration at the end. I was just just really swept up by. I'm like, I'm so sold on this. It's just <laughs> great. 
Um, and it's really nicely shot. It's a hell of a hell of a good movie. Nice. Hell of a nice 80s sports inspiration film. <laughs> I totally recommend it. It's if it's sitting in your Netflix queue and you're yeah, like, ah, I don't know. Mind, yeah. Fucking watch that shit, man. Really good. I will. It's not a, like, blow your fucking, it's, you know, the best movie ever. But yeah. It's a nice watch. And the performances are great. Awesome. So there. Yeah. There Hi, hey, go. Dan, Dan. Yeah? What'd you watch? Uh, I watched Dan. some stuff. Danny. What'd you uh, watch, Dan? I'm going to call you Danny. I watched, uh, <laughs> I watched a bunch of stuff, but I do want to uh, really quickly, uh, I watched a documentary last night. Yeah, an eight, a brand new HBO documentary right. called "Beware the Slender Man." Oh, which is a yeah. documentary about the uh, the story of two very young girls who were obsessed with the creepypasta Slender Man story, mm-hmm. and were became convinced or convinced themselves that if they didn't uh, murder their friend uh, by stabbing her, that that this Slender Man would kill. Well, their whole family, and they were going to murder her and run away to be like Slenderman's like servants. And um, it's a long movie; it's like two hours. Oh, but and and I have seen a lot of people saying like this thing just goes on and on and on. Um, but I thought this was really good. It's it's so bleak and very sad, yeah. and I do feel like people have been kind of framing the documentary as like almost like it almost opens like a horror movie, right? Um, and I think. People that watch Beware the Slender Man expecting this is going to be a delve into the history of the Creepypasta. Or yeah, I do want to give a brief little, if people don't yeah. know what that is. So the gist of Creepypasta is um, it's a website uh, that, that has was spawned from uh, something awful forums on the internet, basically yeah. message boards, um, where people write scary stories, yeah. and these scary stories basically become almost folklore they become almost crowdsourced people start writing their own stories based yeah. on the other stories and it kind of continues on down and slender man is the most popular example of of this which is about a guy who's really tall really thin long arms long legs who abducts children and there's been videos there's been movie yeah, series yeah, there's yeah. been you know books and yeah. Everything. Well, it all started with the photos. Like yeah. You see him in the background of photos. Exactly. Yeah. Take the children or whatever. And so it, Gary Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it 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 it, it is not. It, you if you don't know any of that and you watch this movie, you'll get that. But the movie is way more about like the psychology of of these two. of these stories and of these two girls right. and and it it actually becomes sort of a really really sad. Uh, look at like schizophrenia and mm-hmm. and the the length of the movie I think is in service of its very sad and bleak atmosphere and it feels almost more like a really sort of fragmented draw like feature film like it feels more like structured like a movie where there's a lot of the interviews where they just really let things breathe and it and I think if you aren't down for that it it feels like it'll go on forever I but think I if was kind of intentional I can yeah, really get I on think, board with that I think it was intentional I think I it's not the kind of like true crime documentary that's going to you know weave the web and you're going but but I was never bored and I was really disturbed and and in, intrigued and it's mm-hmm. it's it's good it's worth a watch it's not the best doc of the year by any stretch of the means but i i definitely thought like this is really good and right. and and freaky and disturbing and sad <laughs> very sad so if you're into that kind of thing watch beware the slenderman yeah okay yeah what else then 
that's one for me, Casey. Anything uh, else? Yeah, let's let's see what Casey has to offer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have been doing my catch-ups. Uh, uh, like I said, I don't normally... Or I think I, I make a concerted effort not to care about the Academy Awards. Yeah. yeah. But I also like to watch all the best picture movies mm-hmm. just to see. Yeah, of course I do the same. So I, I've been trying to catch up on those. So I was yeah. very fortunate to see. Uh, uh, I got a chance to catch uh, Moonlight. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, man. Yeah. So I, I went ahead watch and watched that. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy, with that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so interesting it's it's a fucking great movie yeah like like i'll preface by saying like it it absolutely deserves to be uh um a best picture um it's such a different movie really it's such a small movie but there's so much yeah there's so much you will you will go away from this movie with so much on your mind. Absolutely. Like, this movie and for will days. stay with you for, for days. days. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, b- but at the same time, it's, it, it's just a small movie. Yeah. Like it's just this small, beautifully directed movie. Like yeah. if this movie doesn't get best director, they're fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, or, or, or I don't know. Cause uh, well, anyway, um, yeah, I, I still don't even know what I think yeah. fully about this movie because I do have to watch it again. Sure, um, I, I gotta see it. Because, you know, some of the acting is just okay, mm-hmm. but it's in no way in the way of, of like, this, this fucking wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, but then there's some performances like Ma- I don't know Mahershala. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. uh he, well, uh, sorry, I don't remember his last name. Is it just Ali? Um. He he has a very tiny role in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's but fucking huge. He's nominated for yeah. best supporting and absolutely nominate him for best best supporting. Uh, Janelle Monae is in it, and she's fast becoming one of my favorite things yeah there's a uh, a sesame street video she does like this little sesame street song and she has so much charisma watching seeing that and then seeing moonlight and and uh, hidden figures that i'm mm. like i i i definitely want to see more from her um but yeah wow what a fucking picture yeah jesus and uh, the the three the three central performances of of uh uh, of the main character, those three actors are all so fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, and they didn't, and I like that. It's like they don't really, they didn't, and they did this with a few other people too. They didn't worry about casting someone who looks, they look the yeah. same. Yeah, because it was about you know playing what? it right. Well, know? absolutely, because yeah. you can just go, oh, that's the guy, right? And then yeah. you know, sharp-eyed viewers can go, oh, that's the same guy because they keep calling him by the and the, <laughs> by the same name, by the yeah, same yeah. name. So you can go, okay. Uh, but uh, but I, I find the strong the the strongest performances by far were um, Ma- Mahershala Ali. Is that his? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. You got it. Um, and uh, and the fellow who played the oldest iteration. Yeah. Uh, who is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and and there's interesting themes. I'll talk about another movie later, but uh, uh, interesting themes that uh, that that tie in with another movie I've watched. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, good lord, yeah. see Moonlight, holy yeah, shit, yeah. so great, All so right. great, Moonlight, yeah, Greg, what, what else? Oh well, <laughs> I was doing the same thing, catching up on Oscar yeah. movies. Um, so I watched Lion. 
Oh, oh yeah, I gotta see that. Yeah. Um, with uh, that's about me, right? Yeah, that's right. Casey Lyons. Lyons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this uh, the sequel is Lyons. Yeah, yeah. Stars the <laughs> guy that who who was in the HBO show The Night of. Sorry, say that again. That? What? The um, I'm I'm bringing up his name right now. Yeah. The main one of the main actors in this movie oh. is the same actor who played in the HBO show The Night of, which is a fantastic show. Huh. Dev Patel. Oh, Dev Patel. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dev Patel's yeah, yeah. in that. I think so. Huh. He was. Uh, oh wait, uh, maybe not. No. I, there was something yep. in this movie that I thought was in that movie. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, true story. Um, of a five-year-old boy who uh, gets uh, lost, uh, separated from his uh, brother. Um, uh, and winds up in Calcutta yeah, because uh, he falls asleep on a train and has no idea uh, where he is or can't doesn't really he doesn't he uh, only speaks Hindi he doesn't speak uh, uh, sorry I'm blanking out here um, he doesn't speak the language so he's doesn't and he's mispronouncing the name of his town and so he's just completely lost no one knows who he is yeah uh, um, and He's the, it's a true story, and then he ends up being adopted and growing up living in Australia. And then he has to figure out uh, where he came from, where his family is. Mm-hmm. And he's just torn apart by the fact that they've spent 25 years wondering what might have happened to him. And it drives him kind of nuts. So it's that story, and uh, it's the fr- it's it's a little bit – it's a good movie. Uh, and it's almost a great movie, but it, it falters a little bit. The first half, when you're just dealing with the the five year old as he becomes a seven year old, um, over that time period is so heartbreaking and so engaging, and that little boy is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just and it's beautifully shot. It's it's all really working. And when we but when we shift gears to him as a as a, a young adult, and that's <coughs> Dev Patel. That's Dev Patel, who's terrific in it. Um, but there's a good chunk of the movie where I felt like it was just spinning wheels, where we were just examining the same mood and uh, tone, like in scene after scene after scene. And I'm like, we're not going anywhere. We're not exploring it or reaching any of the nuance that comes with these emotions. And there's many that would someone would be, be feeling in this time period. And, and they're, they're, all the performances around it are fine. Kate Mara is in it. Or mm-hmm. Rooney. Kate Rooney. Yeah. Kate. <laughs> Yeah, Kate Rooney Mara, <laughs> and uh, Nicole Kidman is very good yeah. in it. Yeah, um, and like that's, it's all there, but it just it doesn't uh, it doesn't explore a new emotion. It sits in it sets into one uh, one feeling, and it just sits there for like a good half an hour. Yeah, that almost took me out of the movie, and then but it ends you know uh, uh, it ends strong. So it's definitely worth a watch. Mm-hmm. I don't want to you know set you up to think you're going to get bored in this movie because that's not really the case. Yeah. It's just there's an L, there's there's a momentum rage that doesn't get uh it doesn't get over the top of the mountain. Yeah. So it it ends up being just a very good movie and not a great one. Okay. The story is fascinating and heartbreaking. Um and there's some really really strong emotional moments in it. It's one of those things too. It's like we've talked about this before Casey and I is there's there's a different way that you watch movies or experience them when mm-hmm. you're a parent. And this is very much one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There, there was things about this that were just like, Athena and I were like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. You know, really, it's not that it's hard to watch. It is hard to watch, but it's just, you know, e- you almost get distracted because you end up thinking about your own child. And anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny. I've had such a weird year. Of, I've seen so many movies in my life about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so many things are just different now. It's, you know. Yeah. Oh, babies. <laughs> yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. It's not going to win Best Picture, nor should it. It's nice that it's recognized because mm-hmm. it is a different kind of story uh, told with a different voice. And uh, the performances are all great. That And, that, again, that little, that little boy is really something else. Um, nice. Yeah, check it out. Uh, it's a, it's a very nice movie. Awesome. Really yeah, lion. It's be- beautifully shot. Yeah. That's on my watch list for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really have anything else that was super big for me to call out. Casey, what about you? No, I think I'm good for this one. Okay. Greg, any others uh, that you wanted to give a shout out to? <sighs> what, movies that I yeah. watched and things? Gee whiz. You know what? I threw on, uh, noticed it was on there. I watched a little uh, She-Ra Princess of Power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Sorry. (laughs) If you had asked me, what are you least expecting Greg to say right now? (laughs) Why not? I say go for it. You know when you're you're, uh, with your uh, significant other and you're kind of gearing up to watch something, but you're both still doing things with phones or food or you're not really settled in? And I had no idea what we were going to watch. And I I was flipping through Netflix and I saw it there and I was like, What's this like now? <laughs> yeah, so right. I fucking hit play. I watched the shit out of some Shira when I was Dope. a kid. That's a great show. Yeah, I and didn't. I did not watch a lot of Shira. Uh, I, I watched both He Man and Shira. Quite I a bit. watched a lot of He Man, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I fell into that trap of like, mm-hmm. oh, Shira's the one for girls. So, uh, so oh, I well, well, uh, well, I I didn't care. I watched it uh, and uh, so I threw it on and was like, that is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'll probably watch some more She-Ra. Nice. Right. It's a good little filler thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Just throw it on, 20 minutes episode. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah, the yeah. princess of power. It's yeah. true. You know, I, I found myself in a YouTube hole uh, recently that I've been coming back to again and again of putting on uh, YouTube playlists of songs from Jem. Uh-huh. And fuck, that's a great thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Right on. <laughs> There's some of those songs are fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And some of them aren't as great. Sure. <laughs> sure. You should put on the Misfits. Their songs are better. Oh, their songs are <laughs> <laughs> no, these playlists include Misfit songs. Very oh, good. Yeah. Ooh, are they better? The Not really, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I'm more of a fan of some of the, 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 the gem, gem jams. Uh, joints? Yeah, gem sure. Jam. Gem jams. Gem jams. And also... <laughs> some of them gem jams. Yeah. And I've also been going through the entire... I, well, I plan to go through the entire, but I started watching news radio again. Oh yeah, yeah. which Man. has so what a great show. I'm only like the like the first season's a very short first season. It's like six or seven episodes, and I'm only just uh you know a handful of episodes into season two, and it has already uh just become another you know remember it's like you found your old blanket and you're just like yeah. I'm just want to watch this forever. But yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. Like I feel like it, it will always be. There will always be just a little bit of heartache for me. Of course. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, like Phil Hartman was one of those people who meant. Like when I was a kid, yeah. who who really meant something to me. Like was one of those people I didn't know, but yeah, but yeah, what but was so important to me. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and even just to see him, I still there's still a little Absolutely. bit of like, of hurt there. But that's part crazy. of it for me because even with like it being kind of painful to see it see him and be like oh my god gone too soon holy mm-hmm. shit what could he like could he have done uh in his career like just already well, he would have so just been just it would have been be more amazing. brilliant uh, yeah. thing after brilliant thing like he's even amazing in jingle all the way yeah, yeah. You know? he had such a unique yeah. thing he did that's so it's so unique and so good and specific to him that you almost don't notice how yeah. difficult it is to do yeah but uh, even even just seeing it though it, it it is sad to just watch him be brilliant yeah. on news radio, but 
the the like just the wonder of of just making me laugh no matter how he looks like oh, yeah. just he could just pull anything off just anything is oh. is more than it yeah it, that show is Gather just so like to <laughs> to take the sort of sitcom mold and not really like you know it's not the most forward thinking you know they're not breaking the mold but yeah. to but for the time to it, cast time it, it, it sort pitch of perfectly yeah. Yeah, yeah like the cast is hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. And just if you have... You can pull off something where I don't hate Andy Dick. Wow. <laughs> no, I quite like Andy Dick on oh, that yeah. show. Andy Dick is so yeah. funny on that on show. But it really is Phil Hartman's Everybody show. is. Yeah. So great. It, it's, a, it's an amazing <laughs> cast, and and the joke ratio on that show is, yeah, every like episode there's one or two that isn't as funny as the rest of the no, episode. but there's always... There's some, holy shit. There's some very good writing Everything on that show. Everything is... Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. some... <laughs> Fucking phenomenal uh, guest appearance. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, if I feel hard on that show. It's a good one to, to roll through. It's that episode or it is an interview that goes out and it reveals that Lisa wants to get pregnant, but Dave doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, Lisa, I know that Dave's not interested in having children, so since he isn't, I'm interested in throwing my hat in the ring. Yeah. Well, not my hat, but you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Well, now I got to go back. Even and even there's funny. an episode where he gets like a cubicle, and and he does the like, oh, I'm gonna take the elevator, nice, and, and he's and he like scrunches down, or I'm gonna walk down the stairs, and Phil Hartman's doing like a joke that's like. A pretty stand like that yeah. had existed before then and yeah. existed after in fucking Austin Power movies. Yeah. But it's Phil Hartman doing it and yeah. it's fucking funny as shit. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the timing is going to be perfect. Yeah. 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 yeah great yeah. show. Great show. And if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor and watch the uh, his uh, SNL audition. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty easy to find on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking wonderful. It's great. So and then you can see like there's this like he's doing a thing that no one can do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Phil Hartman News Radio. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else then? We no. Get, going to we'll get, on, get on down. Film roulette. Get on All down. Right. Let's do it. Film roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and the two. High rollers get to go see something good, or this week it was winner's choice. The two high rollers got to see whatever they wanted to see, while the low roller has to see a punishment movie of the week, whether it is in theaters or at home on Netflix. This week it was in theaters. There was a new Resident Evil movie for whoever wants to see those movies still. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, well, there's probably a lot of people that love those movies. Uh, Anyways, yes. and the the low roller gets to give the the winners for the week an album to listen to, uh, and to report back on as reverse punishment. And it just keeps going around and around like that. We'll roll uh-huh. for movies for next week. There'll be a new punishment album revealed, mm-hmm. and it'll just keep on spinning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week, Casey and I. Got to watch whatever we wanted. Whatever we wanted. Whatever we wanted. And and sometimes we don't talk about what we have chosen, and sometimes uh, oftentimes we, we don't. Yeah. In, until just right now. Usually. Yeah. yeah. And so we don't know. Uh, everyone at home sees the title of the episode, knows what we're going to talk about. But yeah, Casey yeah. and I, we don't know what each other watched, uh, potentially, or what uh, what each other watched and wants to talk about. Yeah. How, do you want to do the countdown thing? Because I I don't think that we matched up. I don't no, know. I I have a feeling that we didn't. Yeah. Um. Or if we did match up, that maybe they we both didn't pick it, or so what? What? what well, I want you to go first. All right. What well, did you watch? I went ahead and watched the movie Fences. Okay. Oh, cool. I did not. Yes. Well, I did. I, <laughs> I did not. Uh huh. <laughs> I want to see that. So movie. Fences, another Academy uh, nominated film. This one is directed by Denzel Washington, based off of. Uh, a play that he based performed. off of the uh, Pulitzer Prize winning yes. play by August Wilson, which he uh, performed in the revival with, of in 2010 with Viola yeah, Davis, who was also in this and film. And actually, most of the rest of this cast: uh, nice. Kelsey Williamson, um, oh Stevenson, something Stevenson. I can't remember. What Steven Henderson, uh, Russell yeah, sure. Hornsby, great. Sure. Why not? Yeah, Christopher uh, Mele, Let's get Jason him in there. Silvis. Sure. If you are not familiar with the Pulitzer Prize winning uh, play, it is about uh, this. In 1950s Pittsburgh, a frustrated African-American father struggles with the constraints of poverty, racism, and his own inner demons as he tries to raise a family. Um, so an incredible play by, uh, by any stretch that apparently... Uh, is wonderful and and yeah I, I I like the idea of taking a cast from a play that has been performed and and bring it to screen because I like the idea yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the fami- you feeling the familiarity yeah um yeah well yeah. I mean if you think back to uh, something like Glengarry Glenn Ross that's that's um a textbook case of knowing exactly how to adapt a play Mm -hmm. to a movie because it still feels like you still have the um sort of insular feeling that the uh the sort of claustrophobic or not claustrophobic but um yeah insular feeling of of uh of the play or of a couple of different sets yeah thing so you know you know that it's a filmed play Yeah. yeah um but not in a way but that it, it feels boring. It creates enough room. Exactly. Yeah. It creates enough room that that you don't feel like you're getting cheated. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like, oh, why don't I just watch the play? Mm-hmm. Especially when uh, I have a feeling, you know, like th- there was a cast that created something so phenomenal yeah. on stage that it's like, we need to get this out to the rest of the world. How yeah. do you do that? Yeah. Um, um, well, you make a movie of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched a movie that I talked about a couple episodes ago, Night Mother, that was also based on a right, play. And I believe right. they, the, the, the people in the movie were also had, had at least some experience with it. And I remember reading it at the time, all the reviews said like, oh, the camera is so in your face. It's swinging around the house and stuff. And in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, otherwise it's just a shot of a room. And yeah, you have yeah. to kind of bridge a gap somehow yeah. between 
static play visual medium yeah. <laughs> you yeah. gotta do something yeah so it is a balance that I, can be i've heard people actually criticize this movie fences as being like oh well, if i want to see a play i'll just go watch the play will you um no you won't no yeah exactly yeah. No, no you won't and, and specifically you won't go and see this cast yeah because this cast did this play on broadway in 2010 yeah. and it's actually 2017 yeah, right yeah. now you're not yeah. just gonna yeah. roll down to the theaters hey is dunzel here doing that show <laughs> yeah 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 no he isn't no and uh, people so- that say that are also the people that are like if i wanted to see a play i'd just go watch a play but i'm not gonna i'll just watch a different movie yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like i'll just go watch uh triple x yeah um <laughs> uh, anyway long story short with yeah. this movie it like again i i don't place a lot of stock in the academy awards or anything but right. i am a bit of a sucker for it sometimes sure so if i was going to place my money or or uh, um, uh, make my own decisions with it. Uh, uh, this is now my front runner for, yeah. for best picture. Oh, great! Uh, holy fuck, you guys! Yeah. I don't even know how I'm gonna talk fuck about you. This yeah, well, holy, fuck you. Holy, holy, period. <laughs> fuck you guys! <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> um, I don't even know how I'm gonna talk about it. Uh, let alone talk about it without tearing up a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it, it is. It's a story. It, it encompasses so much. Um, uh, it's about a man dealing with, uh, with, like you say, poverty, uh, and poverty because he's a black man and, uh, uh you know, how much, and, and a former baseball player who played in the Negro leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, he saw a shot of greatness, um, cut down because, who gave a fuck about the Negro Leagues? Yeah. Right. You know, like, so you see wasted potential. You see a man dealing with, with wasted potential of, of what could have been an extraordinary life, um, uh, coming to terms with just a regular life, because it also, his life also could have swung uh, hard the other way. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also dealing with that. And he's dealing with racism. He's dealing with how much of that he should blame on racism and on how hard it is for a black man in 1950, 1950s Pittsburgh uh, to get by. How much of that do you blame on on, on the white man? Um, and it, when everybody else around you, you know, you'll say like, oh, well, I couldn't do this because of, because of racism or because of the white man. And, and then another black person, like, they, they do this a couple times where it's like, well, that wasn't really... Racism, that was, you know, extenuating circumstances kind of thing. So, as a a white guy, like, going, like... You don't even think about that. Like, you don't even think about, like, like... uh, like imagine how how much how haunted you must be by like I, I don't even know how much of this to blame on on yeah. uh, you know on the state of of uh, of race relations in in the fifties or whatever I don't even know how much of this to it, it is who's to blame for what kind of thing like yeah. how much of this was out of my control I don't know mm-hmm. like so so you just see this man dealing with with his day to day life. And uh, you see his wife dealing with his day-to-day life as well um, because she's his wife and because she, you know, especially in the 50s, um, her job was to, uh, to, you know, facilitate her man doing his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, she, and, you know, she sees the wasted potential in that as well, but she's also proud of, of how well she's done that because in the 1950s, that's what a woman did. Yeah. Um, so, 
Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It, it, it's it's so much. It's yeah, also and you haven't even gotten into like from the trailers. It seemed like there was a lot of father son dynamic. As well, well, that's that's where it sort of dovetails for me with uh, with Moonlight because Moonlight deals with a lot of uh, um, a lot of parallels between you know how, how much of your parents do you become, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and and this movie very much deals with that too. How much of your how much of what you hate about your parents. Are, are you going to become without even mm-hmm. noticing? Yeah, oh, man. And also, I mean, how much how much of the good do you just get? Yeah, you know, like like, and also, does it matter? It's 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 really difficult uh, to to. There's so much going on here. Mm-hmm. This was a masterfully um uh uh made like th- th- they got everything in there. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like. And it's like it's a little over two hours, right? But it's two not hours like, and eighteen minutes. Okay. Um, but and, and there's parts where I, I I'm not gonna say it drags because it doesn't drag. It's just there's there's parts where it lets up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and those parts are a nice uh, a bit of breathing room. And it also makes it feel it being two hours and eighteen minutes. It it makes it feel like you're taking that journey mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with the character. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a couple things that happen, especially um, at the at the end. There's something that I'm envisioning it happening, uh, like the very end of, of the uh, the movie. I'm envisioning it happening um, in a play, and it seems like it would have been okay. I could see how that would have been interesting and tasteful, kind of thing. But in the context of a movie which presents a more real world feel, it was like I could. I could take that as a little bit schmaltzy. Yeah. I'm not going to because the rest of the movie earns that that ending kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, but it's kind of like, oh, no, I, I'm definitely going to go along with that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so there's a couple minor little things like that, but the direction is fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's fucking wonderful. And Denzel Washington... There's a podcast called Denzel Washington is like the single the great greatest idea. actor of all time kind right. of thing. I think that might be true. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> He's he is. Uh, I I'm very like back and forth on him, but I do really want to see this because I feel yeah, like this I, might and be I'm so right. glad you saw this because I just haven't really heard any actual word of mouth on this movie because it, it got limited release and you know just didn't really. It, this should have been a bigger push of a film but i just was really curious like is it yeah I, all i know is viola davis is you know otherworldly in it that's like the yeah. only thing i know i, I, I can't, can't wait even, to see it just for that it, it's funny because you go you know denzel washington is the finest actor of any generation yeah. ever unless we're unless we're broadening the term actor right to uh, uh to encompass everyone in which case maybe viola davis also right right uh yeah H- holy shit she is there's there's just so much going on in her performance his performance is all very verbal he's a very verbal yeah, man yeah. uh he's he swings from hero to villain to hero to villain uh so often that it's dizzying mm-hmm. yeah her performance is all like 90% internal and it's so beautiful to watch and so fucking heartbreaking mm-hmm. um there, there are two di- totally different perform- types of performances that meld so perfectly together because I think of the direction. I would, 
I would love to go back in time and see the stage production of this. Yeah. See how much Denzel Washington took from uh, I think Kenny Leon was the uh, the director uh-huh. at the time. It uh, took from from his uh, direction of the play uh, because it's it's phenomenal. And I it's saw exhausting. something. Uh, pretty interesting i imagine you could probably still find it somewhere on the interwebs um it was a uh, uh comparison back-to-back scene comparison of uh denzel doing this on stage they just took the big scene that's used in the trailer the yeah. uh, uh who says i gotta like you holy yeah. fuck by yeah. the way you've seen that in the trailer yeah but in the in the movie yeah it's no le- it's it's even it's even more impactful yeah well sure given, given, like it, it does it takes nothing away from it anyway, um, sorry. so it's that scene and you see denzel do it on stage um but then there's a in the a i guess it's in the late 80s uh uh um james, james Earl jones, jones doing yeah. it yeah and it's really it's awesome because you see two very different takes on how to do that yeah scene and how to deliver it, and one has a little bit of more humor stabs in it. Uh, one of them, like it's it's just cool to see two very terrific actors decide which lines you run over and which yeah. ones you lean into, right, right. and it's and it's and it's really different, and it has a completely different energy. It's two very different scenes with the same language. Um, I mean, the the overall effect is there. They 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 get to the same place, but yeah, it's sure. a different it's a different journey. It's I cool. Can, I stumbled across it somewhere on uh, some YouTube click hole I went down, yeah. but it's super fascinating. So uh, that's a uh, if you want to nice. get a little glimpse of maybe what it feels like on stage as well, that'd be a cool thing to look for. Yeah, well, I'm going to do that after. Yeah, that. yeah. Because it's it's you know like when when you find a movie. And you just you you sort of fall in love with it a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this is one of those movies for me. Uh-huh. Like there was a couple of times, like again and again, to say I'm this close to being a little choked up <laughs> just fucking talking <laughs> about God, it. Like I cannot wait to see this yeah. um, because it's like we were talking before. Like the, there's a couple of uh, of uh, moments where, as a parent, you're just like Jesus. How much of this am I? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like how, yeah, yeah, yeah. How how much of this am I gonna you know mm-hmm. uh, do to my kid or or yeah. or you know like like be, because you think you can avoid it like you think intellectually like oh well I just won't be that type of parent or whatever yeah. Yeah. and all that but there's so much of yeah, us no. that we're that we're not aware of yeah yeah and and, and so much of parent, parenting ends up going down to just base dry instinct because you're exhausted yeah because you're exhausted and you're all scattered the because you're thinking about seventeen different <laughs> things and job and no sleep and yeah. ma- maintaining and marriage and food and <laughs> th- things don't come up uh, like oh uh, you know she's going to have a tantrum you know in 15 minutes yeah. so I'd better uh, figure out how I'm going to deal with that yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, uh, she's I'll take a dump I'm, now uh, <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right <laughs> uh, uh, and, and also like uh, you know I, I, maybe I'll postpone her tantrum now uh, because I think Walt is going to have a tantrum around that time <laughs> yeah, too yeah, yeah. and I don't want to schedule them at the same yeah, time right. uh, but anyway um so, so this movie with with so much precision uh, uh, shows you the effects uh, of uh, like uh, of what that does to the relationship between a father and son. Mm-hmm. Man, just just see it, just see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm dying. I'm gonna totally. probably tonight. I, yeah. 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 I want to watch wait. that for sure. Yeah, it's super cool. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And well, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, Prince yeah. is Oscar great, runner, great, great. forerunner for Casey. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mine. Yeah. Um, well, on a th- um, on one type of theme, movies that you um, think will be hard to talk about, 
mm-hmm. I think is is a good theme here for our yeah. um, film roulette. I think you did a pretty good job for a movie that you were worried about being able to talk about. You That was a great review. Oh, thanks, man. And I'm really worried about if I'm going to be able to talk about this movie much because I watched it yesterday and I am so bogged down with trying to think about it and trying to sort through my thoughts of it. Um, I watched the new Paul Verhoeven movie, L. Oh. Oh, uh, boy. Starring Isabel Hupper. From what I understand, there is a a lot to think about this movie. So this is his first film in 10 years, um, and the plot synopsis is as follows. When Michelle, the CEO of a gaming software company, is attacked in her home by an unknown assailant, she refuses to let it alter her precisely ordered life, she manages crises involving family, all the while becoming engaged in a game of cat and mouse with her stalker. This movie is kind of being sold as sort of a revenge movie. It It is a movie that deals very bluntly and very in-your-face about rape and sexual assault and how her character um, deals with that i would expect nothing less from paul verhoeven yes it is very verhoeven and it is very verhoeven in the sense that yes this movie is about her and her reaction to it and ultimately it 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 kind of it edges towards a revenge thing but this is not that kind of movie that you might think like i thought this was going to be more thriller more kind of like dark psychosexual weird you know intense thriller and what it is is it's an incredibly dense drama slash character study slash coal bleak comedy so there are some pitch black comedy moments in this movie not like comedy but like there are some things there, there is some lightness in the dialogue and there are some moments that really pivot off of that was extremely dark and now this is like a breaking point that is like a I shouldn't laugh kind of thing um and I really don't know how to talk about this movie because <laughs> it is so complicated and so complex and so dense and it really goes some places and I had no idea that it was going to be this sort of like out there family drama there's so many characters and there's all these different relationships and it's all centered around her character and her performance which is fucking amazing she is so good in this movie in a way she's nominated for this isn't is, she? yeah well the I movie i know is at least nominated for foreign um is she nominated i can't remember but she's like she name. is amazing in it and it is such it the whole movie hinges upon her character and her her performance and it goes into you know it it is not a movie that shies away from you know the subject at hand and it is also not a way that uh, is not a movie that uh, approaches that subject in a way that you expect it to and in a way that you know there were things that happened in L that really challenged me to wonder if the movie was going where I wanted it to go or if it was going where I thought, you know, is the right way to to tackle this subject and it is a it is a it is a challenging movie like there are things in it where I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm so on the side of this movie and its perspective." And then there are other times where you're like, "Holy shit, like you're taking it in some places where 
I don't know where you're going with this and is it going off the rails or is it not? And it's such an insane line to walk from both direction and performance. Yeah. You know, this movie gets into some places where like, you know, her character, it's not somewhat there's, there's, it says cat and mouse with her, you know, assailant in this. And for a while, the movie's kind of a whodunit. But it doesn't. Re- it's not like a twist that you find out who it is. Right. But when that happens and it kind of goes into, you know, is this is there going to be a relationship here, like a sexual relationship here, or, you know, is her reaction the appropriate reaction for somebody in this situation? What is the appropriate reaction? Am I like on her side? But it's just so I don't know how to talk about <laughs> it. it. I spent so much time reading reviews and trying to be like, I want to pick this movie apart. And for that reason, I feel like it is just such a great movie, and it will provoke the. It, it's Verhoeven. It will provoke things in you. And for him to to come back ten years um, after making a movie long. with a movie that I I do feel like this is so masterful and her performance especially it's her movie and I feel like she guides so much of this movie yeah. it is I uh, you know <laughs> it's it's amazing I really liked it I uh, I had a like I was so confused coming out of it of of my thoughts I I think it's one of those movies where I'm gonna either knock this up to like even closer to five stars or in my mind or whatever i just feel like at the time i was so like whoa i don't know what to do with all of this but it's the kind of movie that when you see you know it reminds me of like being in film school and you see this you know provocative movie like a like a henneke movie or something that you know really provokes you in different ways and then like you want to go talk about it or you want to go like read an analysis or an essay about it and you want to look at it from all these different ways and and i i haven't felt that about a movie in a while and that was really nice like It it's it is something. It definitely is something, and I do mm-hmm. think it's it's a it's a really interesting piece, and I want to think about it more. Yeah. And that's it was hard for me to pick it for for because I was like, I don't even know. Like, there's so <laughs> much going on here. I don't know. Like, if I'm gonna say yeah, see it. Or right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I know I'm dying to see it. Like, yeah, she's yeah. I'm very curious to see this. It's just it's but it, but from your review, it's not. It's not what I thought it was. Yeah, no, I it 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 is not like you know, some some reviews have been saying like this is Paul Verhoeven's you know like rape revenge movie. It's not an exploitation movie like that. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it's weird for it to be such a kind of sprawling drama. You know, there's a she's dealing with like her mother who's kind of you know aged into this oversexed you know kind of Botox ad- addicted person and how she's dealing with her and she has a son who has a girlfriend who's very overbearing and is having a child and they don't know whether or not, you know, it's her sons and she's like dealing with her son with that. There's a lot of, a lot of the, the men in this movie are framed in such a way that it, you know, there's a lot of intent going on with every single character in this movie, even the small characters. And it just is so much more dense than I thought. I thought it was going to be a lot more of a through line of, she's got to get revenge or she's got to work through this, but it's so much more about she's going to move on from this in such Mm. a sort of like bleak, you know, it happens and like the opening of the movie is it happens. And then she like has a bath and then is like ordering dinner and is asking like the person on the other end of the phone, like, Oh, what's this sushi roll? Like, it's just so like she's moving on and it's so much about 
her relationships and it's just yeah you gotta see it i think yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah l paul yeah. i mean it's a verhoven movie it's gonna provoke it's yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's one to to sit on and one to think about and and i'm enjoying doing that and i yeah. want to have more of an opinion on it yeah <laughs> absolutely I, yeah. i'm uh, i'm super enjoying yeah those kind of movies that that really stick with you. So I yeah. think I'll, I'll throw that on the list. Totally. I was going to uh, for uh, for film roulette this week. I was going to pick uh, Manchester by the Sea, mm-hmm. uh, but then I thought, if I'm not boycotting, that's a yeah, oh, that's too too much of a word, I think. But uh, if I'm going to not watch a dog's purpose yeah. for what uh, some yeah, people yeah. did to a dog, yep, yep, yep. I'm not going to watch a Casey Affleck. Movie. No, I'm yeah. in the same. I can't bring myself to fucking watch no, it. No, yeah. because I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm just I'm sick of this. I, I man. know. I don't know the whole story or whatever. I know enough of the story to go fuck him and fuck yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, fuck both you know, of those assholes. I did see it, Manchester oh. by the Sea. Yeah, and I feel like I am the only person on the planet that has the opinion of Tung. oh yeah yeah no yeah like it is fine in a way that lots of drama movies like that are fine i don't yeah. understand the over the moon right stuff about it and maybe that's a part of because i went into it with that on my mind like yeah. fuck this man yeah. but yeah i did not see what it's fine <laughs> don't bother if they like i won't yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you did you guys know that kenneth lonergan wrote analyze this no huh. weird huh. but i did uh hear that margaret is apparently a fin- phenomenal movie which was tied up for a long time in, uh, in distribution hell yeah i don't remember hearing anything about mm-hmm. it it was a movie that came out of like the film festivals and everyone was saying this is like a masterpiece and then landed at some distributor who just like never released it for five years huh yeah it was like one of the things where the the people in it were like so much older by the time it came out. Yeah, because I remember seeing a trailer for it and being like, "Whoa!" Like all these people seem really young, like compared to right now. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So two movies that will inspire you to have very complicated feelings, I guess. Yeah. Two two movies that really two very uh, different uh, movies, but that yeah, that really explore sort of something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, yep. that explore humanity and yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm sort of the cause and effect. Yeah. I would yeah. love to know if any of our listeners have watched both of those movies and if they have opinions on them because those are very movies where I think you can really get into some discussions. Yeah. So let us know if you watched those and what you thought. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, <laughs> yeah. Going just, from very just like those movies complicated, to carry on to carry on. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a new Resident Evil movie. Uh-huh. What's this one called? The final chapter. The final chapter. Yeah, yeah, Jason's yeah. going to show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I assume Tommy. that the final chapter refers to uh, her uh, sense of mortality and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and her reflecting on her life lived. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so, right. The final chapter. This is another one. Another direction. one. Yeah, that's what they should have called it. Yeah, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Resident yeah. Evil again. Resident Evil. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah, this is uh, his jam, man. Yeah. Yeah. Picking up immediately after the events in Resident Evil Retribution. Sure. Uh, Alice is the only survivor of what was meant to be humanity's final stand against the undead, but they had to make another movie, so now she must return to where the yeah. nightmare began. Right. There Raccoon she City, is. Where the uh, Umbrella Corporation is gathering its forces for a final strike against the <laughs> remaining survivors of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Man, Umbrella, they're so evil. They're so evil. What a bunch of dicks. You know. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> Let's get it together. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. 
Um, so I saw what was the one before this? Retribution. Retribution. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. As well in the theater. Did you see it for this? Yeah. For the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, and uh, so I went. Uh, I was fortunate in my viewing of this uh, film. I, really, I was not really eager to go see it in theaters, um, but I hadn't seen my buddy Diggs in a, in a while, and he happened to be free. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to see a garbage movie. Do you want to come with me? And he's like, you fucking bet I do. Yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure the worst movies you've seen for yeah. film roulette, Diggs has gone. Yeah, he's yeah. more on board with that than good movies. What a trooper. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. So we met up, and uh, we were going in, and uh, he wasn't sure if he'd seen any of these or not. And I was like, well, I know I've seen two of them for sure. Yeah. But I don't really remember. And he, and he was like, which ones? I'm like, I, I know I've seen the first one. And then I saw the one that's just before this. He's like, oh, so you know what's going on. I'm like, nope. <laughs> 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 I know I saw the last one. I saw it in theaters and I don't remember anything. Yeah. I just know I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. And uh, it was in, there was a lot of sand <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, these movies where the underworld movies are very blue, these yeah. movies are very brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so thankfully, this movie does start with a fairly uh, uh, clear recap. Yeah. And brings you up to speed. Because I think they know. On. They're like, <laughs> you guys, nobody remembers what the fuck's going on, right? Yeah. Uh, here you go. So we get a little uh, fill-in. Um, and so, I mean, the whole thing is there's this evil corporation. They made this virus that it's kind of a zombie thing but the virus mutates and so there's all kinds of the zombies turn into monstery nut, nutty yeah. things you know um sounds delicious yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh and yeah, you just know that it's going to be a big dumb cgi thing yeah uh that being said i had a pretty good time oh yeah nice. yeah uh this movie is really really bad mm-hmm. incredibly yeah. bad uh <laughs> It's horribly written. <laughs> the performances are terrible. Yeah. The story is what? <laughs> is there is there anyone in it beyond? Uh, it's Mila Jovovich. Mila right? Jovovich. Yeah, yeah. This is her. Uh, this is her big thing. Uh, Allie Larder is in a few of them. She's in this one. Right. Uh, and uh, that's really it. I mean, there's a, a, a gentleman from the Game of Thrones. Who you guys don't know. Okay. Nope. Any of that? Um, and he may very well have been in previous ones, but I don't remember. <laughs> I just can't remember these movies for the life of me. But this is, I think, the best one I've seen. All right. In that, again, now it makes no sense, but it makes no sense in such a big, dumb way that I was more into it. Mm-hmm. And dumb things kept on happening, and this movie is just filthy with cheap jump scares. Nice. They, yeah. I can't wait uh, <laughs> to throw another jump scare at you. But the... They're, I don't know if they've just gotten better at the effects for these movies or the technology has advanced more or they got a little extra money. I have no idea. But the basic look of their shit in this uh, franchise looks better than it has. Okay. And there's like these fun little crazy action sequences that happen like with some, you know, there's some bananas bird monster. That uh, oh. she, she, she fights <laughs> made out of bananas? <laughs> and she fights with a the Hummer. Chiquita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I am. <laughs> Bananas tea bird monster. <laughs> she uh, she fights it with a Hummer, and I was like, "Woo!" Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's not that bad uh, an action star. No, she's quite like, good, feel, yeah. and like uh, her, the dialogue is just terrible. But I like Mila Jovovich, and yeah. she leans into this 
really well. Uh, and she handles all the fighting beautifully. And there's a couple of fight scenes that I was like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Nice. He, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson does have a tendency to, to rely too much on really fast cuts and really shaky action. Okay. So you lose a lot of it, which is unfortunate because there's a couple of really well you can tell that the fight choreography is pretty good, nice. and you have a good idea of how to resolve a scene, an action mm. sequence, but it's a little shaky. But it's not. <laughs> That's interesting because watching that Underworld movie, yeah. uh, I was like, uh, maybe sh- uh, shake the camera a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> See if that maybe helps. That'll help. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried shaking it? <laughs> Turn it off and on again and then shake yeah. it. And maybe the movie will be maybe better. It's not working right. Because <laughs> I'm bored as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's this terrible dialogue and like every they throw everything at you. There's, you know, like all kinds of just like convenient loopholes to get out of there. There's clones. Yeah. There's, you okay. know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cuz they keep bringing characters back. It's like, I thought I killed you. That was the clone. Well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that explains yeah. that. Copy yeah. that. All right, checks out. <laughs> clone to clone. Um, <laughs> and like really obvious junk, but I mean they, you know, when there's a giant fan that might chop some people up, they have enough excess garbage characters like if you don't throw someone yeah. through that fan, I'm going to be just up oh, there they go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> there's plenty of that. And, you know, heads getting chopped off and crashes and explosions. And <laughs> uh, Listen, this is a pile of shit. Yeah. It's a total pile of shit, but I was so – I was in the right mood for it. Yeah. And, like, five minutes in, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to have a good time here. <laughs> I knew it. And What a nice moment that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Because uh, the previews were all fairly interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for whatever, there was a Alien uh, yeah. Covenant uh, trailer. And was like, that was good to see on the big screen. There was a Transpotting 2 that had a little more story thrown yeah. at you instead of just like, remember, 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 see ya. Yeah. Um, and so that was exciting. And, uh, and then then I for a moment, I forgot what I was seeing. And I was just like, movies are wonderful. Yeah. And then they started. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, but it just it was so dumb, but so fun dumb, and just yeah. it's just so into its own thing, and it just had this kind of '80s vibe to it of like this yeah. is totally I love this kind of shit. It's post-apocalyptic, you know. There's zombies running around, crazy monsters, this and that, and you know the lone hero, and she's yeah. wicked. So uh, yeah, I had time for this almost so much that I would might look back at some of the other ones and be yeah. like, are these more fun than I remember? I, oh, I right. have heard some recent uh, defense of the second movie. Uh-huh. One, there's a lot of, a lot of it was shot in Toronto. Apparently yeah. that one's really The one where she runs visual. up the city hall? Running up city hall. Yeah, yeah. Apparently okay. that yeah. one's I don't know that I've seen amusing. that one. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I am going to take a look. Yeah. I think the, the first the back. one is incorrectly fondly remembered. Uh-huh. I think I'm sure of, it's dog shit. Yeah. I know that it looks like shit. A lot of <laughs> this, I remember, yeah. I remember liking things about it. Yeah. I remember I, like a scene here or there going like, oh, that was cool that they did that. Right. There's a big laser scene where... Yeah, that pissed me off because yeah. I was like, I've seen Cube yeah. and you yeah. just ripped off Cube. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That yeah. returns in this movie. Yeah. The laser tunnel. <laughs> uh, but I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, recommend it? Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. Well, but here's if if you want to have a what sounds like a good time in the movies, yeah. double feature this with Triple X. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. And honestly, it was so big and dumb, and I was able to just kind of check out and be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I uh, at least review of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least six times during the movie. Uh, Diggs and I turned to each other and went, what? 
minutes. Yeah. <laughs> either at either dialogue or something that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a that's great a good ratio for piece this of shit. Of yeah, absolutely. Either way, you want that reaction out of something. Yeah, and yeah. everything's been so fucked up and terrifying in the world that it was kind of nice to go just see some big dumb, dumb yeah. fun thing about the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, looks like the end of the world is imminent. But if it's going to be anything like yeah. Resident Evil, we're in for some <laughs> fun time. Great. Yeah. At least this one's yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I uh, pretty good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. It's nice too. when the movies that look like they're going to be just more garbage, more dumb shit. At least have like when I when I lost and and said that. You know what? The last witch hunter is the kind of dumb shit that I had the time for yeah, that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like when that happens. For sure. I liked this more than the last witch yeah, hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not no, last witch hunter sucks. No, no, it does you, it though. But it's, you it's liked very this more than the last witch hunter liked it. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And he loved it. <laughs> he, he was he was a fan. <laughs> he was like, This is yeah, my yeah. jam. He was yeah. like, When I'm not hunting last witches. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as far as like trash modern junk goes that you can kinda of have a good time yeah. with, like I'll prop when this pops up on Netflix. I'll probably throw it on and fall asleep. All right. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Some some of the uh, effects, the monster shit, like, looked really cool. I was kind of all right with it, whereas previously I had not been. On a good note, do you think they put more effort in this because they think it might be the final chapter? Maybe. I don't know. And they got a sweet poster. I thought the poster was good. That is a cool poster. Right? It's all right. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, I guess, I mean, as graceful a bow you could pull out with this fucking garbage movie. franchise, but yeah, yeah it, it's Which, fooled me way, enough to think I should go back. Rebooted next year. <laughs> oh sure, sure, sure. There, listen. There's a there's a possibility okay. in there of more, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah good times. Because when it ended, it said the end. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's good. Oh man! Well, three <laughs> movies that it seems like you should watch. Yeah, or at yeah. least one of Pretty them. Pretty interesting. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> oh well, as is custom with film roulette, the loser gets to give the winners an album list to listen to for a week. And mm-hmm. last week I was the loser, and I gave yes, you guys was. an album by a band called Joan of Arc, a long-running band. Uh, they have a lot of albums, and they are a band with a lot of conflicted fans. They've put out a lot of different kinds of albums, and this is their latest album. Uh, he's got the whole This Land is Your Land in his hands, and I heard this album just because I saw that they put out a new album, and I thought I'll give it a whirl, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know what to do with it, and I was very conflicted about it and and unsure about it, and I thought... This seems like something that I should give to Greg and Casey because yeah. I have a feeling I know how they will react to it. Yeah. And that feeling is that it will be a hilarious thing to make them listen to. Or I uh, or it could be who who even knows I have also at the same time have no idea how they would react to this. So right. I'm just gonna throw it at you yeah. and make you listen to it. Right. That's Which I the, did. We did. Yeah. Um now you say they've got a lot of conflicted fans. Yes. <laughs> I assume that the conflict is, on one hand, this band fucking sucks so hard, <laughs> and I fucking hate them. Yeah. On the other hand, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have I, some time for some of their some of their early stuff, and I a lot of their early stuff is more 
They they put out an album in, t- in 2011, not their early stuff, called Lifelike. That is just a straightforward, they're a band album, and uh. it's not experiment, not that experimental. It's a rock album. Right. I had some time for that album. Okay. Yeah. And I, this album's not that experimental. <laughs> <laughs> I thinks it is. Yeah. It certainly does. I hated this. I was hoping. I, so much. Yeah. I wanted to beat myself to death with a hammer. <laughs> Good. Yeah. The that, only that was thing, the reaction the I was hoping for. The only thing that kept me going while I was listening to this fucking pretentious, yeah. ridiculous, Ugh. nonsensical, <laughs> faux, oh, artsy, yeah. garbage. Smarmy, smirking. Fucking yeah. smug pile of dog shit. I was so happy <laughs> about this. The only thing that kept me going was, I can't wait to hear how much Casey hates this. <laughs> yes, okay. So here's the thing. I, 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 was, I gave this album, and last week I said, Casey, in particular, I think yeah. you will, and and... And then listening to it today, I had a classic Dan Gorman moment where I give you guys something and I think 100% there's no way this won't go the way I think it was. And then I was skipping through the album today and I was like, what if they find something in here? No, no. There's nothing to find. (laughs) There's nothing to find. Yeah. The the rambling, nonsensical, ridiculous thought poetry shit this guy is spewing out over music that I can only assume is somebody's lost tracks from the 90s (laughs) it sounds like shit it sounds it sounds like what if tobacco was in the 90s and sucked yeah (laughs) you know Uh, tobacco's a band by the way I don't mean the uh, smokable tobacco yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, when I when I listened to to, well although I will say this might have given me cancer (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm already dead yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh I'm so happy yeah um because that was what I wanted from this. The oh. lyrics are the oh, worst. No, not lyrics. Ugh. Just the worst. And here's the thing about Joan of Arc. So, yeah, what is the thing? There are some some of their earlier stuff that it is very easy to overlook the singing and the lyrics because it you you can't there's not as much focus put on them. They're kind of in the mix and you you're not listening to what he's saying. You can't really hear what's but going on. But is the on. music similar to uh no, this music is, is in air quotes. Not really, no. Um this is a weirder album for them. Um, although there is some albums th- where that that they very deliberately are button pushy, and I feel like the this album is that is the the singer leaning really hard into like I'm going to be as annoying and you know smirky and my humor that's dumb is just going to be in this. That's what this album's about. And I yeah. that's the worst thing about this band. Yeah, and anytime it, it rears re- its head, it's the worst. Anybody who writes the song, titles the song, and then writes the song, this must be the placenta, mm. it should be legal to murder them. <laughs> but here's the thing. So, or, my, or, you know what? Not even me. David Byrne. Let yeah, David I, Byrne go and murder that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that song, instrumentally, I'm like, I could get with this if it wasn't him singing these lyrics over uh. it. I, I can't because of the disparate nature of like... It just feels like so like wouldn't it be fucking crazy if we were all playing a bunch of dumb bullshit that wasn't really cohesive but is it cohesive? <laughs> no. Is it? No, it's not. No. Yeah. Like and, and, and you know, it's like that oh but like within the the non-cohesive nature of this music, that's where that's where the music <laughs> lies. It's like no, no, you're just Overthinking and underplaying. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't get it. I think you just don't get it. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, not. Yeah. I this, see what you're doing. Yeah. Not it's not very good. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I fucking, I hated this so much. I'm yeah. so happy. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy because I, I was. That's, 
I listened to this and I was like, well, I really don't like this, and I know no. who oh. really won't yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was so hard to get through. <laughs> to, I and I and I wanted to stop so bad, and I was like, I need to clear this album at least once. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't. If I turn it off, I'll never put it back on again. Yeah. yeah. So I just slugged my first listen. I listened to the entire thing oh, on Jesus. one subway I've never ride, done that. and I was no, just I like, like, I it, yeah. can't. I, I'm sorry. I was in a bad mood afterwards. Yeah. I was irritated, cranky. You know, it's the I I I because it's like I don't have like an I, hour there's nothing having some asshole in your face going. Are they weird? Am I not so weird? You don't get it because it's so weird. Oh, that's the worst thing yeah. about it is that this guy, this guy is like, I'm gonna make something that that. Fucking, you have to totally be in the club to get what I'm doing right now. Like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's, this, this answers the question. How many times can I tell my car radio to go fuck itself? <laughs> yeah. In the span of I, an album. Anytime I listened to anything off of this, every, like, there were so many moments where I was, where he would sing something and I'd be like, can I wait for them to have to listen to this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Every song had something in it where I went, Jesus! Isn't there like a part of the album where he's like doing like beat poetry about Phil Collins or something? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I can't wait for them to hear oh, this. Oh man, <laughs> what the sweet shit! <laughs> At the, and that's another thing. It's like, ooh, like I got these out there opinions that are like gonna blow everybody's minds <laughs> about <laughs> Phil Collins. About yeah. Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm so happy. Yeah, that yeah. is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody's got to put this guy in a cannon and fire him at a brick wall. <laughs> Absolutely. Just... And apologize to the brick wall. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. We'll clean this up right away. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, we got shithead all over you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to be uh, unfair. Like, I, I no, don't want to be the... a jerk. because I, I don't want to say... I don't want to say that things suck because it's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's, that's, it's a shitty way to go about it, go definitively this thing no, sucks. But yeah. I just really don't like it. So I, I, yeah. I don't want to say that it sucks because somebody does love this. Yeah. Somebody do, gets I, something out of it. I so do it does think, exist for somebody. Yeah. Even, <laughs> no. even by the standards, though, of the the singer is a long-running member of a lot of different bands yeah. and he has done work that i have liked so even uh, even by the standards of me a person who has liked things he has done in the past yeah. and and a number of different bands a number of different bands that are very listenable this album even in that regard is yeah. like Boy, I don't like this. This yeah. is bad. I listened so to bad. a little Captain Jazz just to mm-hmm. see, like, why is this guy allowed to just make this stuff? Yeah, and I was like, all right. I mean, it's mm. I, that's fine. Yeah, and it's emo y stuff that, yeah. uh, frankly, a lot of bands have done way, way better yeah. and did way, way better in that time period. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's it was, it's like uh, I don't know. I'm I'm I only listen to a bit of Captain Jazz, yeah. but it's sort of like at the drive-in acrobatic tenement. Era. Oh no way! Nothing like that. Well, the song I listened to no. was no. It's like they were so. Captain it was. Like, it was. It was like kind of noisy emo. Yeah, no, noisy emo. Post punky junk. Not post punky though. Oh, well, stuff I listened to was very post punky. More like just weird, scrappy. They were like teenagers at the time, and it yeah. was a big scene, and they scattered into a bunch of other different bands that mm-hmm. birthed like the more poppy second wave of emo. Yeah, but. That's like definitely a time and a place kind of band. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's not 
Like even it wasn't I horrible. Wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, either. it's good for the people that. But I, were I listened that to a time. song and a half, and yeah. I was like, okay, so it wasn't always like this. Yeah, Why, what happened, man? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> you know, you might you might experience some more in the future. Oh, you never know. Great. Oh no, thank you. Terrific. Yeah. <laughs> to that, I maybe say, not more of this, no, but maybe you, more sir. of the of his bands. We'll see. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe I found a new Gene Simmons. Uh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> I will take any, I will take anything Gene Simmons has done yeah. <laughs> over this. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah. Great. So <laughs> you had a punishing time with the album. Yeah. Which yes. leads yeah. you to a uh, punishment, Greg. I know. I know. I was so set on what I was gonna do, and then I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to give you guys the new Three Doors Down record. Ooh. Oh no! Uh, because God. they're back Trump's in. Favorite. That's right. Um, they're back in the uh, in the limelight. Yeah. For, for playing the inauguration, song. and I was like, "Oh fucking what a dumb band!" And Wait, what is? Are you talking about Three Doors Down, or are you talking about Smash Mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, Three Doors Down. Where they gonna hit song Kryptonite? Yeah. Mar. Uh, <laughs> what a dumb band and I was yeah. just like and I thought this would be funny but then I was like you know what fuck them yeah. fuck them you don't get to jump back onto the charts for hopping yeah. up being the only band that will play this fucking shit and you're just a, a useless hack no talent shit ass band that got fucking lucky 16, 17 years ago yeah. Yeah. fuck them you don't get a couple of fucking free streams out of us no. <laughs> your new album sucks just like all the other ones did and the only reason that uh, anyone's listening to it again is because you jumped on the wrong side of history because you're you're a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Anyway, you're a bunch of fucking opportunistic pieces fuck yeah, of shit. Yeah. Oh, God, the grossest kind of opportunistic. So fuck them. They don't get any fucking streams with their shit songs from their shit album, from their shit band, Amazing. with their shit ideas. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I agree. Eat some shit three doors down. Instead, it's been a shit time. I'm going to give you guys. Go, go three doors down and then kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, so instead of that, I decided it has been a weird time. I'm going to give you an album I really like. But Whee! I'm going to get weird with it, though. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You have to listen to it while I <laughs> kick you in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it isn't that weird. It's just this is a uh, maybe. I don't know how this will go. Okay. Um, And I've toyed with going in this direction with you guys to have the conversation. Also because I'm worried that it's alienating for the or the listeners. Yeah. I have no idea, but... Uh, I listen to a lot of metal, yeah, and so I want to kind of get into that a little bit. And there's there are more extreme versions of metal mm-hmm. and different things. It doesn't really get a lot of the light of day from people. So yeah, there's an album from 2016 that I'm just in love with. I had a great time with it all year, and you know, it's, metal is just uh, something you don't get too much to talk about with the uh, with the deeper. There's so many subgenres. Yeah. Anyway, metal is a a wonderful, seemingly uncorruptible uh, yeah. uh, uh, genre of music. Yeah. Um, so there's a Belgian band called Oathbreaker that I nice. really, really, really dig. And they had an album in 2016 called Rhea that I think is just fantastic. Um, they are using a lot of elements of black metal um, and some post-metal and a little bit of uh, kind of post-hardcore punk stuff going on with the vocal as well. Uh, I, I'm in, uh, over the moon with the singer in this band. She's amazing. She has such a wide variety of how she approaches metal. Um, and it's black metal, and its evolution has been really interesting, how it's lent to other bands. Yeah. Obviously, it broke out big time with stuff like Death Heaven, yeah. and you know people just suddenly like, that's the metal I can listen to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... 
It's true, though. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that's great. I know a lot of metal purists uh, kind of cast aside Deaf Heaven yeah. as being, you know, the hipster metal band. Yeah. But fuck it, man. It made some it's people a good check album. it. Yeah. It is a very good album. Sunbather is fantastic, and the follow-up was, too. Um, but it opened some people's eyes to more extreme versions of metal. Um, and it, listen, man, it's scientifically proven. Listening to metal makes you a calmer person. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, uh, Oathbreaker, the album's called Rhea. I think it's fantastic, and it'll be a weird awesome. conversation. And it's just, it's you know, shake things up, man. Yeah. Listen to something different. Totally. Yeah, I'm yeah, into yeah. that. I haven't... Uh, I mean, I don't really listen to music uh, other than the <laughs> shitty albums you guys make me listen <laughs> right, to right, next right. week. So it'll be really, really yeah. nice to revisit some metal. Yeah, I, yeah. I've heard some Oathbreaker, but I don't, I haven't, didn't listen to this one. I think I yeah. heard some of their 2011 album. Sure, uh, I was into the into it. Yeah, they're I'm a cool band. really cool band. This is the yeah. best thing they've done. Nice. Yeah. So awesome. there you go. And fuck three third rows down. Seriously, yes. yeah. you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah. Sweet. Well, it is now time to roll. This week, you know, it's been a few weeks of Winner's Choice, uh-huh. uh, I believe. Was last week Winner's Choice? Maybe yeah, yeah. it was. Okay. Sure. So, you know, there's, there, this week there's some things coming out. It, uh, the, uh, just saved everything for next week, which is yeah. a bunch of bullshit. Now they, we got to pick between three great, po- well, possibly great movies next week. Yeah. And there's garbage again. Well, not garbage, but not, just yeah. nothing clear. You know, I am near your Negro. The documentary says is opening limited uh, release, but I don't think it's it doesn't look it like Toronto. it's opening in Toronto. No. Um, so there's not a ton to, to pick from there. So another winner's no. choice. Yeah, the Oscars are coming up. We all want to <coughs> yep. get well, those lots movies to catch in. Up on. Uh, so there's there's lots of opportunities there, and then hard choices to make next week. Yes, yeah, and then a real hard target, a real hard easy target. choice to make this week, right? Because the only thing scarier than a ghost coming out of a CRT television <laughs> is a ghost coming out of your phone or an HD television oh in rings, rings, rings. A ghost coming out of your phone—that's a tiny little ghost. Yeah. <laughs> And the tagline is, first you watch it, then you die, uh-huh. which might just be describing the movie. The movie yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or all movies. Or all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, watch yeah, it, yeah. then or, you and, will and then eventually die. you will yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rings versus Winner's Choice. Rings. Casey. Why is it? Casey. There's more than one now. I have no... And you and you, you run and into some the... Some of the rings are it's, in your phone. It's no longer a VHS because now it's like, oh, I saw the YouTube video and it's <laughs> now yeah, I'm going to yeah. die. Oh, man. Oh, rings, 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 banana phone. <laughs> <laughs> and always oh, off the always table. Always off the table. Always off the table. That's, table that's, that's not a real roll. No table can contain me. <laughs> that That's not flat, no, so you're re-rolling. Yeah, yeah. All right. If you think I'm staying on this table... <laughs> You got another thing coming. That is. Oh, that's a motherfucking six, six. y'all. What? Shit. All right, I'm rolling. That's a four. This is four and a unpleasant. six. All right. Okay. Get higher than a four. What's that? Two. two. Greg. Oh boy. <sighs> ring, ring, ring. You lose. Who is it? <laughs> it's Greg. Am I dead yet? Do I have to watch this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to watch the movie, then you die. God damn yeah, it! I can't yeah. die. <laughs> First. Think, yeah. Fuck so, me. next week, Rings versus Winner's Choice. Casey yeah. and I on a nice little sweet <sighs> Winner's Choice roll. Yeah, Here I we love go. it. Son Dope. Of a... I got so, some movies to watch. This isn't bullshit. It is time now for the final segment of the show. Uh, another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. It's the OC Corner. Welcome to the OC, bitch. And this is how it's done in Orange County. Casey... 
you watched this week. I know. Mm. You watched a season, an, an episode of season two of The O.C., and you are going to relay that information back to us. Let yeah. us know what's going on with our favorite old gang of Orange County freak shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that is exactly what I'm going to do this episode. Uh, season two, episode three. It's called New Kids on the Block. More like New Kids on the Blech. <laughs> oh, all right. Take it easy, Don Martin. Um, this episode, I had assumed, was going to be like the episode of 90210 that had Color Me Bad, was it? Yeah. No, Color Me Bad. Did, uh, bad color Me Bad. Me bad. <laughs> the chilliest band in all We've of made music. that joke before, and it's always funny. It's always great. <laughs> it's a cornerstone of what we do here. Uh, so Ooh, there's think, some good music on this episode. You think this album is, or this this episode's going to be the one where new kids on the block show up? Yeah, or rather, you hope that that's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I do. And I don't a, think they were really hanging out. Oh, they weren't hanging tough uh, <laughs> <laughs> around this era. Oh. No, didn't they? I feel like they might have been. Didn't they put out a new album around this? this when was they, it a new album? I know that they did come out with a new album and they toured and everything. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if it was around this. Neither time. here nor there. Um, but, uh, so there's lots going on. We had a little recap from last week where we found out, of course, that Sandy Eyebrows was going to be sexual grandfather's yep. lawyer. Right. Uh, which immediately for me begged the question, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sandy Eyebrows doesn't like sexual no, grandfather hates him. at yeah, all. Yeah. Fucking hates him. All sexual grandfather does is be a scumbag. Yeah. And you know what? I bet there's lots of lawyers. I bet there's lots of great lawyers. Sure, sure. In LA. Um, but no. Yeah. Wait, they're not in L.A. Where are they? Orange County. Right. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> of the uh, name of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we start out, and Seth is obsessing about his hair. He got a haircut that he didn't like, yeah. and he's so obsessed with it. How, how is it? Uh, the same. Right. You know how it looks like he's wearing a wig? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> um, Great. And, and then he starts worrying that he's too self-involved, and that's why Summer... Uh, <laughs> left him to go date Zach, I see. the cool dude. Cool. And I was like, no, it was because you didn't tell her, and then you went to sail the ocean blue. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he decides that he's going to be a less self-involved person, and that is his arc this week. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, Dad uh, goes and and bails out Sex Grandfather. They're uh, driving back to the house, and uh, the Dad's like, first thing you have to do is put. Kirsten in charge yeah. of the company okay. because you're in a l bunch of legal hot water and uh, uh, and you can't be running the company right now. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't Kirsten your wife? I feel like there's a conflict of interest in here. Yeah. Uh -huh. But anyway, um, the this uh, sexy but plain redhead girl uh, pulls up in her normal, you know, uh, regular car and she parks at the school and her car is immediately ridiculed by a couple of OC bitches. Mm. Uh-oh. Yep. Um, so Seth, we come back to Seth, and he decides that he's going to buy tickets for Summer and her new boyfriend to go see The Walkman. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So in, a sh in an episode where I was expecting new kids on the block, I got Walkman. Oh, are they actually in it? Indeed they are. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, a fine band. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, the, this was back when they were like the Walkmen, and and uh, they they didn't the lead singer didn't fancy himself Bob Dylan. Right. Um, although some of their Bob Dylan stuff pretty great. Yeah, I would agree. Um, 
boobity boop boop boop. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So then uh, DLR comes in and he bumps into a uh, member of the redhead I was just talking about uh-huh. in the playing car. Um, uh, bumps into her, spills her coffee all over her, and she's like, oh my God, is everybody in the OC rude? Uh, you know, this is everybody sucks and I hate it here. Um, and he's like, all right, well, sorry, I just bumped into you. Uh, so then, uh, Julie is talking to, uh, sexual grandfather and saying, you know, what can I do? Kirsten's doing something with the case and, uh, eyebrows is your lawyer. I want to help. And he's like, eh, why don't you, uh, help by getting me a sandwich? E- e- he's like, uh, you can get food or something. That's how you can help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and she's like, oh, but I wanted to do something. Um, so then Summer and Marissa are talking about Zach, her new boyfriend, and how perfect he is, and that he's a congressman's son. I didn't know that. Um, oh. Yeah. Ooh. So he's like, he's just this real perfect guy. And, and Summer's kind of like, oh, but is he too perfect? Uh, and um, and so Zach comes over and he tells Marissa, he's like, hey, sorry to hear about your sex grandfather. I read about him <laughs> in the paper. And they are... Very impressed that he reads the paper. <laughs> I'm like, you guys set a pretty low bar. Yeah. Good for you. Um, then DLR is going to science class. And who does he have to sit beside? Because there's no other who? chairs. Who? Who? The redhead lady who oh. doesn't like him. Mm. Oh, like, oh. oh, we got to sit by, beside each other, but we don't like each other. Oh, well. And then guess what happens? It's time to choose lab partners. Uh-oh. What are they going to do? Oh, no. Guess what happens? The teacher assigns them lab partners. Oh, (laughs) teacher. Teacher. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a dynamite uh, song. uh, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So then, uh, so Seth is on his way to go get Walkman um, tickets. Yeah. And then they go to the bar where they're playing. Tickets are sold out. So Seth has no choice but to get a job at that bar. Um because everybody who works at the bar gets free tickets. Great. Or gets tickets at least. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <clears throat> so he gets a job at the bar as the janitor and also cook. <laughs> because <laughs> if you know anything about bars, those are often the same job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how that goes yeah. in the food service industry. Right. Um, so, yeah, he gets a job with this real tough uh, bartender girl. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so because he wants them tickets. He sure does. So then we're at the breakfast table. And it looks like the kitchen's done. If you remember, the kitchen's been yeah. remodeled. Oh, yes. It looks like the kitchen's done. Oh, it great. It looks exactly the same. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see. Seth is all like, oh, my back hurts from my new job as a food-preparing janitor. <laughs> and uh, DLR is like, oh, I got this stupid redhead in my class, and I don't like her. Yeah. Um, and Kirsten is concerned that, uh, oh, so we set up some stakes for Sex Grandfather. She she says, uh, if, uh, if he loses the case, then we'll lose the company and also the house. Oh. Yeah, because uh. if you remember, I think he owns the house. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're they're your stakes right now. Ah, I see now. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, yeah. Uh, Julie um, is trying to console Marissa. She goes in to talk to Marissa, and she's like, "Julie, you remember Julie? She's sex grandfather's uh, wife now. Yeah, Marissa's um, mom. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. And she's like, uh, 
she's like, you know, this must all be really hard for you. Your stepfather, that old man, might go to jail. <laughs> and Marissa's like, I hope he does go to jail because if he does, then I can go move in with my dad like I wanted. And I'm like, you could have done that anyway, the whole right? time. Yeah. Nothing is stopping you from doing that. No. The, yeah, the drama that was like they made it out like it was stopping it didn't make sense. So mm. just go. Yeah, like nothing about it. You could easily do this. Yeah, you got the ultimate trump card in uh, you banged my boyfriend, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, do you what can I play want. what we call the Jerry Springer card. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, then Dirty Little Ryan goes to class. And uh, and his new lab partner, the redhead, whose name is Lindsay, by the way, uh-huh. um, she has already turned in their assignment. And he's like, why? She's like, don't worry. I put both our names on it. I just didn't want you screwing it up because, uh, because you know, and she basically implies that he's stupid. And he's like, why do you think I'm stupid? And she's like, well, uh, because God doesn't give with both hands. Just kind of a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. She's like, I think you're a dreamboat. So you must be a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And so DLR, who is incredibly moral, goes to the teacher and says, excuse me, teacher, we want that assignment back because I didn't get a chance to work on it. Mm -hmm. Oh. So uh, then the teacher punishes them by giving them an extra assignment that they have to do. You got a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) In the name of science. (laughs) Science. (laughs) It's a science kiss. (laughs) <laughs> and I have to be there to grade it. Oh, God. I give it an F plus. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> Could have been an F minus. Mm. Um, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Science. Uh, so then I've written here that Seth is a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Seth is a fucking idiot who can't work at a bar because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he like he can't lift up a thing of glasses or whatever because he's just too awkward. And uh-huh. His portrayal of an awkward person is the stupidest fucking thing. But he does that every week. Um, yeah, but it's just <laughs> increasingly more and more annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he talks to the bartender and finds out that she's 17 years old and uh, that she's working there because her home life is terrible. And then that goes absolutely nowhere. Great. Yeah. Um, then Eyebrows comes into the house and he's like, hey, everybody, guess what? I got fired from my job. Remember that uh, law firm that he was working for? Yeah. He's like, guess what? I got fired from my job because they didn't want me representing uh, Caleb, the sex grandfather. So I lost my job. And I'm like, stop representing him. <laughs> yeah. He's ruining your life yeah, and yeah. he hates you. Yeah. Cut it out. Um, so Seth get. oh yeah, so, so then Seth uh, gets the Walkman tickets and gives them to Summer. <laughs> and I think I was trying to write that she is touched, but instead I've written that she is gouged. <laughs> so he gives her the, so the tickets and she becomes very gouged. Um <laughs> So uh, then uh, Marissa is having lunch with Tady Jims and complaining all about her life Mm -hmm. and saying like, oh, all of these, you know, basically recapping what's going on with her to her dad. Yeah. And then the mom comes in and Marissa leaves because she hates her mom. And Julie starts complaining to Tady Jims uh, that sex grandfather is going to jail. And they have kind of a little moment there. And you kind of go, hmm. Maybe something's going to rekindle between these two lovebirds. Mm. Yeah, that's what I said. Science. Mm. Um, and then 
so then again, Lindsay, the redhead girl, does uh, uh, the homework again and and hands it in. And he's like, stop doing that. DLR, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like, stop doing that. He's like, and she's like, oh, why don't you can just rely on your rich parents and hang out in their infinity pool. I can't do that. I'm not rich. I'm just here, you know, to get some advanced classes under my belt. And he's like, uh, you know, just because I go here doesn't mean I'm rich. I'm still just a piece of shit from Scumbag Avenue. Yeah. Uh, question. Um, is an infinity pool the pool that just, like, doesn't have the edges where it, like, rolls over and it just looks like the hur- it goes to the horizon? Is that? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not really a plot point. No. But it isn't. In my head, I pictured a, a pool shaped like the infinity symbol, so I wanted uh, to confirm. Yeah, like a Mobius strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um all right. So uh so then Summer tells Zach, who is, you know, perfect boyfriend guy. Uh she's uh-huh. like, Hey, Seth gave us these tickets to go see the Walkman and Zach is like, Why? <laughs> and she's like, Oh, he's he's just trying to, to change. He's trying to be like a yeah. more selfless person. And Zach goes, If Seth did change and become a more selfless person, would you be into him? Like would you want to be with him? She kind of pauses. I don't know. And then he breaks up with her. Like, he's like, look, you still have something going on with him. And uh, I don't want to stand in the way of that. And also, I don't want to be a part of that if you're still going through something. Yeah. So he very diplomatically gets out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, good on you, Zach. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. So then Sex Grandfather holds a big uh, meeting and tells everybody that he's stepping down as CEO okay. of the company. Right. And we all think, of course... He's going to give the position to Kirsten. Yeah, as mentioned earlier in the exactly, show. Exactly. But guess what he does instead? Curveball. Julie's going to be the CEO. Oh. Because she wanted to do something other than make him a sandwich. So yeah. he made her CEO. I now, see. if you remember. She's marrying stupid. my favorite daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of man has a favorite daughter? Um, <laughs> all right. So then we're at the Walkman show. Yeah. All right. And Seth is there, and he's stamping hands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, like, with the stamp to get yeah. in, it's not like a new dance that's, that's sweeping <laughs> the nation. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I'm paying off. Mm. Yeah, in case he's dropping coins. Yeah. Which is another dance <laughs> sweeping the nation. So, uh, Summer shows up without Zach. Oh. And she looks, she looks great. Um. And uh, Marissa and Dirty Little Ryan are also there mm-hmm. because even though the show was sold out, I guess they got tickets too okay. somehow. Yeah. Um, and they're there, and it's a big zero. There's nothing really happening except for the fact that they're kind of like flirty and having fun. Yeah. And this I found perplexing. She says, "Hey, so do you like this band?" And he goes, "I like Journey." What? <laughs> like, huh? I don't. <laughs> I don't think that was the question. <laughs> yeah. Is he basically saying no because I like Journey, yeah. not this? That's the only band I like. But that's Journey. The thing. Well, first of all, weird. And second of <laughs> all, not that Journey's not fucking awesome. Yeah. But uh, but but also, it was his line delivery. She yeah. was like, oh, do you like this band? And he was like, well, I like Journey. <laughs> Listen. So she was supposed to infer yeah. do you like, something. Do you yeah. like the Walkman? Listen, I celebrate Journey's catalog. <laughs> Yeah. So there's that. I even like the new guy. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Steve Perry. Yeah. Um, so I guess you could say I'm a connoisseur of music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so then we go back and uh, Eyebrows tells Caleb, the grandfather, uh, he says, if you don't make up, if you don't make this up to Kirsten, Kirsten's crushed that she didn't get yeah. to be the CEO. If you yeah. don't make it up to her, I'm going to quit as your lawyer. And I'm like, you lost your job yeah, for this. Yeah. Don't quit now. Why didn't you idiot? quit then? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, Sandy, you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. God, your eyebrows are reaching into your brain. <laughs> um, so then Summer and Seth are talking, and uh, he, she, he, he mentions that he's working at the club, and she's like, why are you working here? And he was like, well, I had to, uh, to get the tickets for you, because I wanted you to have these tickets. And she was like, oh, you're sweet. And then he basically thrusts his face at her yeah. and, and kisses her, and it's jarring. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? And she runs away. F and then plus. he chases after her. And says, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. You know, my intentions were good, but also I do want to get back together with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, no, we're just friends. I thought you just wanted to be friends. And he says, but we were never friends. And I'm like, didn't Whoa, wait, it just happened last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's a running yeah. joke or theme, I guess, on the show now. Listen, my intentions were pure when I shoved my face in yours. Yeah. Um, so then she's my like, intentions okay, were pure when I decided to fake change so I could manipulate you. Yeah. Back yeah. Back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come on. Come on. Come on. Check me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, why is our dialogue much better than this show? <laughs> um, so then, uh, Seth is talking to DLR and he's immediately back to talking about himself and being uh, self-involved. Oh God, and DLR is like, oh, you're self-involved again? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's something you say to a person? Uh. And he's like, yeah, I'm Cohen Classic again. And I'm like, ugh. Seth. Go away. Yeah. Kirsten is bummed because she wanted to be the CEO. Um, and then Seth, Seth goes to Marissa mm -hmm. and is like, nobody will talk to me about me. Will you talk to me about me? Can I tell you oh, all my problems? Seth, you are fucking the worst. Yeah, and Marissa's like, sure, I got nothing else going on. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, well, you just have to go apologize to uh, to Summer for being you. And uh, Listen, I'm sorry I'm me. <laughs> I'm sorry I suck so bad. Uh -huh. um, and then uh, Sex Grandfather talks to Kirsten and is like, uh, listen, I had to give my wife a position because... That's what I, I had to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to make you CFO. Oh. Um, mm. And everybody knows that he who controls the um, money, you know, controls mm -hmm. the company kind yeah. of thing. And she's like, all right, I guess. Um, and then uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Then we cut over to DLR and Lindsay and they're they like each other now because uh, it's time to wrap up the episode. Oh, and, great. Uh, we might as well. <laughs> and then they start flirting um, grossly. Yeah. Like, you know that thing like where OC it's style. like, okay, be flirty with each other. And it's like, oh, I think your work is good. I think your work is good. You made a little joke. Oh, I can't believe you said that. And then that. they shove each other's faces <laughs> in. Each other's yeah. Face. yeah, into Seth. It's weird. Um, and then uh, just as they start really flirting it up, hardcore, Marissa Somebody comes come in. in. Uh, take a drink. Take a drink. Marissa comes in and sees, and she's like, <laughs> and she walks away <laughs> defeated. <laughs> and that, oh, you would think so. Oh. Seth goes to find Summer. 
I took it back. <laughs> oh, oh, it was rewinding. Oh. Um, and then Seth goes to find Summer to apologize for being him. Mm-hmm. And then he finds her at a uh, restaurant with Zach mm-hmm. and her dad holding uh-huh. hands. Oh. Uh, Zach and her dad are holding hands? <laughs> yeah. They're dating now. <laughs> um no, she's like holding hands, and her dad also was like laughing and having fun with Zach. Because oh. if you remember back, her yeah. dad hates Seth. Mm. Rightly so. For obvious reasons, yeah. yes. Um, and then he walks away defeated, and then he finds Marissa sitting alone on a pier bench, and they sit together like sad friends. That's the end of the episode. Yep. All right. Oh, boy. There was some good music in this. I saw that the beta band was hidden here. Oh, what song? Oh, maybe. Uh, Assessment. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. A later period. Yeah. Is that zero, Heroes to Zero? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Track one, yeah. AC yeah. Newman, On the Table, No Yes, No by Pet, uh, Failed Beauty Queens by The Thrills, uh, some Walkman songs, and... Uh, I assume The Wrath. Yeah. Nope. No, really? No. no. Weirdly. Uh, no, because they play a couple songs. Faded live Beauty the... Queens, Little House of Savages, What's in It for Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. those are very good songs. Mm. And Worn Me Down by Rachel Yamagata. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Okay. There you go. <coughs> oh. Uh, both go. Oh, uh, ah, great. Finally. Wonderful. Yeah, well um, that's it. That's all. That's it in a pile of shit. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> You're quite a poet. <laughs> You should start a band. Yeah. Oh, of yeah, Arch. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I can rhyme stuff. And I'll fucking murder your face. <laughs> yeah. That's all. If you'd like to email us uh, any thoughts and opinions from the episode, uh, info at modernsuperior.com. Write and review us on iTunes. Listen to all of the shows on modernsuperior.com. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As always, mm-hmm. uh, next weekend, next week, we will talk about some new movies, some new album, uh, and more. But until then, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Fuck Gene. Mm-hmm. And fuck Three Doors Down, man. And fuck Three yeah, Doors Down. Yeah, fuck Three Doors Down and all of the presidents for whom they stand. Yes. yes. Goodbye. <laughs>
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.